Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello everyone and welcome to Nexus. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Nat, I will be your Dungeon Master tonight and we are thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. Nexus is inspired by slash a parody of slash a fond love letter to a lot of the video games that I've played through the years that fall into the genre of it's your first day on the job but oops science went wrong and now you have to shoot things. Uh, so whilst I'm anticipating this will feel a little bit more like a dungeon crawl than some of our other games, there will be plenty of references and influences from that type of game, but if you're not into them, that's also fine. We're still playing D&D, and I'm sure there will still be plenty of shenanigans and tomfoolery for you to enjoy. For those who are new to D&D, Everyone here plays fantasy characters in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique character with sheets that tell them who they are, what they can do, their deepest secrets, and what dice to roll. They'll mostly be rolling one of these, a 20-sided die, to see if they succeed or fail. 20s are incredibly good, ones are often hilariously bad. And while they play their characters, everything else in said fantasy universe is played by me. People, monsters, friendly automatons that are obsessed with testing and cake, you name it. There probably won't be as many weather patterns this time around because we are going to be underground, but who knows, we'll see. Between me describing the world and the story and the players describing what they want to do and some dice rolls to keep things unpredictable for all of us, we will tell our story. First, let's meet our players and have a quick word from our sponsors and then we'll get stuck in. Hello, I'm Chris. I use they-them pronouns, and I'm playing Marnus, who also uses they-them pronouns. Uh, Marnie, as they're known to their friends, is a dwarven fighter, an ex-member of the Baldur's Gate City Watch, who saw some very troubling things during the gloom which pervaded their city very recently. Uh, They left the city with their parents shortly thereafter, resettling in Waterdeep, and are now taking various jobs for hire as a guard, a bodyguard, some form of watch. However, they've noticed, maybe not fully, but others around them certainly, that their shadow appears to now have a mind of its own. Hi, I'm Evie. I use she-her pronouns, and I will be playing Idris Asunda, who also uses she-her pronouns. Idris, to all new acquaintances and colleagues, is just a typical dipsy Asimar sorcerer, excited for her first day on the job. Uh, the first job she's had since leaving her parents, and it's just so excited to join the Nexus Arts family, like, or whatever. But she has a secret. Not only is she not really an Asimar, she's not even really from the Material Plane. Idris is in fact a Hexblood shadow magic sorcerer sent by the Misty Steps Interplanar Travel Agency to uh, find out what is all going on with Nexus and what their dirty secrets may be. And I for one can't wait to find out what she discovers. Hi, it's me, Oguri, your favorite arcane trickster and divination wizard. Mm, last time you saw me, I was helping with a little bit of the trivial of a magic item, but now I'm here, you know, like trying to get like a normal nine to five job, or I am. Who knows what I'm doing here? Um, well, that's it for me for now. Yeah, that was Oguri. He uses he him pronouns. My name is Ali and I also use he him pronouns. And I'm so happy to be here for you. And 
um, expect a lot of chaos from Ogory and spoiler alert, body parts. Hello, I'm Nick. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing for this adventure Grunak Klaktein, who is a, a dwarf who also uses he, him pronouns. Uh, Grunak is a cleric, a Twilight uh, Domain cleric, who has been in Baldur's Gate for a very long time. He is a hill dwarf um, and has taken to a new calling of moving over towards uh, Nexus Arts to uh, join their engineering and maintenance. Mostly because he can cast bending, so I'm sure this will go really well, and there's no concerns at all. Um, but mostly he's there because they have, uh, from understanding, taken over a dwarven fortress, and he is not very happy with the way they're handling things. So he wants to see if he can put a few things right. Let's see if he can. Hi, I'm Josh. I use he-him pronouns, and I am going to be playing Garnot, who also uses he-him pronouns. Garnot came to Waterdeep to see a play based on Theros, got a little bit carried away with the interactive side of things and ended up spending all of his money, so he's now looking for other employment because he intends to go to Baldur's Gate to do some research. I mean, he took this security job with Nexus because security is going to be easy, right? Hopefully. Oh, he also has his little grey rat friend, uh, Roger, to accompany him. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering, and more. My favorite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com, and just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials, it's all great stuff, you should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. 
We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons and Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming-themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be roughly a five to ten minute break somewhere towards the middle. We run shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Britain, and 2am Tuesday mornings in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays, we run TTRPG streams. These can be one-shots, four, six, eight, whew, or even 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. On Tuesdays, we have our ongoing campaign, Fracture. And on Fridays, we have our talk show, Talk Together, and Talking is a Free Action which lasts for one hour. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat, help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners, and um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favourite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but acknowledge that it does happen and have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, we're open to being corrected, so please do just let us know if you think one has been missed. Check out safety in chat for content warnings. There's likely to be some blood and gore in this one, maybe. And uh, have a look at some of the safety tools that we use through the TTRPG Safety Toolkit. All right, let's begin.
Hello everyone, welcome back to Nexus, the final episode. Previously on Nexus, this lovely band of reprobates is always the automatic word that comes to mind, but I don't think you're not all reprobates. Thank you. You're just a little bit. A, yeah, just just a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a sprinkle of reprobation. That's enough for all of us. I think Ingress is a little bit as well, you know. Oh, yeah. But you've got yeah. two stick in the mud dwarves, it is true. This this band of earnest heroes and or green Ingress um, <laughs> exploring the overrun facility owned by Nexus Arts, which is a research facility hidden somewhere in the Sword Coast Mountains. I said exploring. Mostly you've been looking for a way out because it's awful. Uh, this was your first day at your new job. Um, and actually, to be fair, not all of it has been going terribly because pretty much everyone might be dead, but that's not your fault. Uh, you know, that happened before you arrived. Yeah, assigning blame, that was my real worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're also in contact with a survivor, Kimmer, who was a research assistant for the lead scientist, Dr. Duroni. Uh, Kimmer has suggested that the way out might be through CEO Gregarious Tusk's private lift, so you have an exit strategy. Um, and they've also come up with a way to stop all of the rifts from opening up and letting all the oozes in, which is what's caused all the people to be dead. Um, so there's an action plan, so that's good. Um, in the last episode, you found another Doris automaton that you're now bringing around with you because, of course, give the party anything and they will adopt it. Um, you found the anti-magic staff, which is part of the plan to stop the rifts opening. Um, you uh, you managed to avoid the room full of mimics that it was in as well by uh, ingeniously closing a door. <laughs> but, um, you also managed to find some potions that someone had stolen and stashed away uh, one of fire breathing that allowed Marnie to create a safe path down to the third level through a tunnel that had been overtaken by violet fungi and the other potion that you found which you've not used yet is a potion of greater restoration so these are all these are all good things these are all positives right I'm it's cursed fun. yeah you cursed me I didn't you failed the saving throw I think you'll find I just rolled the lowest, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, to be fair, mm. uh, the curse in question, which I imagine that you have figured out exactly what it is, because you know these things, Chris. I knew, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I adapted the DC beforehand because <laughs> I wanted to make it a little easier to pass, and you still didn't pass. Fine. Oh, you know. Yeah. Tell the faceless uh, one about it later. <laughs> I do regret that Garnet didn't get cursed as well, though, because I thought that might have been funny. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around like this. <laughs> my armor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have noticed that since you've been down here, Marnie seems to have developed some minor hoarding habits. Um, and there's still the relevance of that prophetic dream that Augury had before coming here, but hasn't mentioned to anyone, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ali, here's some plot you can sprinkle in later. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Just in front of the last boss. By the way, guys. I think I forgot to mention something. Oh, I saw this! Guys, I had a dream about this. It's irrelevant now. <laughs> um, 
Oh, also, Ingress definitely isn't a spy, and nobody else knows at all. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, so that, that's what's been in the past. Uh, but now you've made your way through the first level and the second level of the Nexus Arts facility. You now find yourselves on the third level after climbing through engineering and maintenance. You've made it across the Great Hall to the central Nexus hub chamber, or at least the entrance to the central Nexus hub chamber area, which houses the central Nexus hub chamber actual inside it. Um, the labels here are terrible. Look, I'm assuming that Gregarious Tusk got away and I'm going to track him down. <laughs> <laughs> teach him. Not for any of the research. No, no. no. Just teach him some grammar, honestly, is the main thing at this point. <laughs> so you're here at the entrance. It is dark. It seems like the um, the power surges that have been going on inside the chamber itself have affected the lighting. The rest of the facility was lit by these lovely magical orbs that had this wrought iron detailing around it. So it was very art deco, very pretty and a sort of warm, cozy glow. Some of them were fl flickering and flashing, but now we're down here. It is dark. They're all out. Fortunately, you all have dark vision, so that's handy. Um, ahead of you, is a pair of large, heavy doors with uh, these wooden doors set inside the stone with two dead security guards outside them. They're both in uh, yellow jumpsuits. And behind these doors, you can feel, those of you that are magically inclined, there is a pressure, a thrum of energy, and a sulfurous smell is filling the air. There is a corridor running to your left and one to your right, and a map on the wall nearby suggests that, similarly to the research labs, where there was an out a corridor that goes all the way around the outside with the lab itself in the middle, you think this is probably similar, where you've got corridors all, a corridor all the way around the outside of the central Nexus hub chamber itself, but there are offices and doorways going outwards off this corridor as well. Um, one of those offices is likely housing the office of Dr. Doroni, which has been uh, previously mentioned that her office was down here. Doris told you that. Um, and somewhere around here, your contact, Kimmer, has been hiding away from the carnage. What would you like to do? Sorry, I was just saying we need to go. We need to find Kima before we do anything else. Don't want them. If, if there's going to be like this big, epic, rift diving fight thing that we're going to have to do, don't really want to risk Kima getting hurt before we can save them. Them. They, they may also yeah. know more about this than they've been able to say over the stones quickly because. They've been worried about how many charges there are left, so without that, maybe we'll have a more fulsome conversation. Gonna go and look into the lab anyway. Surely it'd be best to go with as much information as we can. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. And also, Tusk's office is the way out. So, knowing where that is before we get into a lot of trouble would probably mm. be wise. Yes. 
you actually you have um, on the the facility map itself um, that you've previously looked at a couple of times. The um, the entrance to Tusk's office was off the Greater Hall on this level, so you'd have to come out of the Central Nexus Hub Chamber area and turn left. But that would take you to Tusk's office. Well, should we find Kimra first because um, then it sounds like Tusk's office is the safest place to be. Uh, and that's also where the lift is that goes out, so um, they can wait there for us while we deal with the um, the bigger problem, and then we can all go together. Sounds grand. And we've got a few yeah. charges left in this little thing, so I suppose we can probably just ask Kimmer where they are. Great. Already told us, haven't they? Oh, maybe? My memory is a little bit shot being an old dwarf that I am. <laughs> so, uh, if anybody else remembers, by all means. <laughs> They're in a little office chamber just off of the central nexus hub chamber, I believe. Perfect. So we'd have to go through the lab to get to them. Corridor runs around the outside. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, I am so, the old hill dwarf in... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could ask them if they're left or right. Sure. If if it goes round in like a thing, we could ask them if we need to go left or go right. (laughs) I'll pull out the little stone um, (laughs) and go, Kimmer. (laughs) Oh, hello. Are you here? Ah, Hello there. Yes, we are. We're, uh, well, I think we found the crux of the problem um, but we're out the front of it and we want to know exactly how to get to where you are oh right uh, yes yeah, sorry I, I was hiding in, um, in in one of the offices I'll, I'll come round I'll come where, whereabouts are you oh, uh, right in front of the big wooden doors oh right okay yeah I'll, I'll, I'll be along stay right there keep an eye out for anything else uh, right is there anything else make me a perception check <laughs> I will Sorry, looking around. No, I, I'm I, I am wanting to get a good a good sort of lay of the land, but also looking specifically yeah. for trinkets, doodads, knickknacks, and things I can pick up. Sure, sure, sure. That's a six. Ah, no, you're really distracted actually by um, the the two security guards mm-hmm. on the floor in front of the door. Um, they. They don't seem to have the same kind of wounds. Actually, and this is something that Augury probably would have noticed with your passive investigation. But I think, Marnie, if you're if you're actively trying to look around, you keep getting drawn back to these um, these bodies. They don't seem to have the same sort of acid burns and corrosion to them that a lot of the other creatures here have. They don't seem to have been sliced apart. They seem to have giant welts on their skin that is visible. Big lumps sore red i mean they're definitely dead yeah this is tapping back into the whole money and dead things thing and it'll suddenly be suddenly the sort of distraction of all shinies and the distraction of where are we i will just be drawn into the oh god this people look awful kind of yeah um auguri has been has got into the vibe of hoarding so every now and then, Oguri takes his invisible hand to put more stuff on uh, Marnie's back. <laughs> you buckarooing Marnie. <laughs> Are you trying to do this oh. stuff? <laughs> yeah. 
please make me a sleight of hand check. The hand is invisible. Does that count for something? But what are you adding? Anything that is on the floor, like a boot from one of the cadavers, from the corpses, a part of debris. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I, any, the mage hand member. is invisible. The boot is not, and the added <laughs> weight I think might be noticeable unless you place it a la Buckaroo carefully. Carefully, um, yeah. So normal, uh, sleight of hand, right? Yes, please. Eighteen. Eighteen. I don't notice. <laughs> Money, have you have you been making a, a what is what is your your carrying weight? I mean, I've never had I mean, to deal with carry weights and encumbrance in DD. God, before, I don't know. And I kind of don't mm. care. But also. I can carry so much stuff now. I, 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 okay. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, there we go. Your strength score multiplied by 15. So 18 times 15. Um, That's maths. Yeah. Alright, that's fine. It even says it here. This is the weight in pounds you can carry, which is high enough that most characters don't really usually have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Unless you become a hoarder. Yeah. Yeah, so Marnie, the, um, one of the the corpses in front of you that's covered in welts and stings, um, this, uh, this is a, a bugbear security guard. Mm -hmm. Um, actually their boot is missing. Uh, and their foot seems okay. Their foot didn't get stung. Just hands and face. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna crouch down and then look at the look at the like. Where did the boot go? I mean, it's it's hard to tell. It feels like you can see the scuff marks on the floor where it was dragged off, but then it's like it was lifted into the air and disappeared. Hmm. Curious. Foot smells. Curiouser and curiouser. Uh, ah, hello. Hello. Ah. Nice to hello. see you all in person. Um, I'm Kimmer. Hey. Uh, Halfling. Uh, sort of sandy, shaggy hair, um, dressed in blue, standing in front of you. Um. Uh Oh, oh, no, go on. I was going to say, uh, it's good to see you and all that. Um, we want to get you to the office, uh, Tusk's office, to get you out before we deal right. with this. And we also have this staff, whoever has it. Can you tell us exactly how we need to use it? Oh, great, yeah. Um, but with, in the previous episode, Augury did identify the staff, right? Did yeah, we, we know how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a button underneath, and you have uh, three charges. It does a little cone forward. Yeah, oh, yes, 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 15 yes, foot yes. cone, yeah. and each charge lasts three rounds. Uh, Kimmer will explain that again, unless anyone <laughs> stops them. No. Yeah. And, and where exactly? Is it just the one area that we need to go to, or is there multiple places that we need to go to activate and do it? Well, What's behind this door? Well, that's, that that's well. the central Nexus Hub chamber. Should, yes, okay, so that is where Dr. Doroni was building the Nexomancer. She really did not like that name, but that's what CEO Tusk told her she had to call it. Um, I, so that is 
the contraption that um, that is causing all this problem. She. Um, what does a nexomancer? Mm-hmm. Marnie's fine with it, criticism. What does a nexomancer look like and do? <laughs> it, it, well, it. We were working on interplanar research here and how to open portals to different places. Um, so that's what it does. But see, we got this artifact that was supposed to um, charge it up and give it power and and make it tune into the harmonics in a way that we couldn't get it to do otherwise. And we've got it, but it, 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 Dr. Doroni was saying it needs uh, something else to unlock it, like a, a, like a key to get its full potential. So it's a bit unpredictable as it is right now. Um, so she was just experimenting and it went wrong. How big is it? Will we be able to hit it with one blast of this thing? Where in the oh, room is it? Well, the the wheel itself is is about a foot and a half big around. Uh, and, but that's the... Th- the issue is, is there, there's the the magic, right? The the wild magic surges that is happening inside the room entirely. Uh, so that's the problem. That's why you can't just walk up to it and disconnect it. So that's why I thought having the the staff there would be useful. Okay. Um, but it 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 should be fairly easy to just like once you get over to it, unclasp it. I think. And it's like right in the middle of the room. Yeah. Okay. So effectively, when we go in there, there's pretty much anything and everything that could come at us from absolutely anywhere until we get to dis- dismantling it. How big's the room? Uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> I'm just scrolling through my notes. The, uh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Is it's, that uh, so, Kimmer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should know this off the top of my head. <laughs> it's uh, 50 foot by 50 foot. And it's in like the middle of the room? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a big room. You know what they say, whenever you enter a big room, there's always chance of an encounter. Yeah, that's that's a saying that I've heard before. Oh, right. There's no possible chance of there being more of these devices that aren't down here anymore, that have gone out into the world. There there is only one of them, isn't there? There isn't any more. Well, we've not cracked the science of it yet, but the idea was to, once we'd figured out how to do it, at this scale was to replicate the results on a smaller scale to make it commercially viable to yeah. anyone. That's never stopped scientists before. Are there any arcane blueprints for this hanging about? For the for the contraption itself? Yeah. Uh, why? This, Sounds dangerous. It sounds dangerous. We don't know who's going to get their hands on it. And honestly, I don't really want Tusk getting his hands on it again to be with everything that's happened. Well, you know, I we we were trying to do things the safe way. And 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 Dr. Doroni had a big argument with Tusk about it. 
and and then we kept getting pushed to deadlines and things so so if we, if I was able to get Dr. Durrani back then then we might be able to make it safe again back. why back she's disappeared through the portal she said Next it off and, she said yeah she said it off and 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 then she wasn't there anymore and now other things are all over the place. Yes. Right. So it means that we cannot destroy it until we get Doctor back? No, no, we, well, hopefully we won't need to destroy it. We just need to turn it off, right? Sure. But if it's oh, off, we cannot open a portal to bring Doctor Ronnie back. Well, no, if we turn it off for now, and then, and then I can regroup and have a word with CEO Tusk about funding and you know what? security and support. And we can, and maybe with your help, Augury, you're supposed to be clever. I know you've not even started yet. There's a lot of research for you to catch up on. Where is um, Mr. Tusk? I, I don't know. I. Um, when everything came out, I hid, and every time I ventured out, everyone was dead. So I assumed that he got out because... Have you checked he, his office? I've not ventured that far, but right. I would assume that he would leave. Well, let's check the office, because that's also our way out, and then we can deal with this, and then if there are any unforeseen problems and we need to get out quickly, we can just beeline back, grab you and go. Okay, okay. I, uh, Did you want to... Oh, no, go ahead. Um, instead of relying on Tusk's funding, I may have a better proposal for you, but we'll, we'll chat after. We'll chat after. Oh. Interesting. Okay. okay. Why is that um, interesting? I have many connections. Um, at this point, I don't have a job, so if you have a job for they, you may have a job for me, right? We'll see. We'll are see. You... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you also... Were you assigned to the wrong department? Should you have also been research? Oh, you no, a... I'm, ad I'm an administrator. Oh, okay, okay. Do you... you know what? There's little enough left of this company now that it's, it's not really worth it. For Prepare to be shocked and amazed. For I, Indris Asunder... I'm no Asimir. Oh. Administrator. I am from the myth I am a Hexblood from the Misty Steps Interplanar Travel Agency. There's not much here left to espionage now, and I don't trust this husk nonsense with this technology. So if you want to come and work for us with people who are familiar with interplanar travel. You a look at Garnot, look at Grenag. The Becca Ingress, roll an insight check. It's <laughs> <laughs> a so 19. Evie, that's an insight roll to see how much Ingress wants it to be a big secret that has just been revealed. Like, we all know because we've read various notes and worked it out, but if it's important to Ingress that it was a big secret, then. What's important? Oh! Oh, I had no idea. Ingress, you kept that so secret and. Wow. Yeah, I'm so I feel good at my so job. betrayed. 
No, don't worry. It's fine. It's not a betrayal of us. It's a betrayal of of this. This whole... I don't know where I'm going with this. Help me out. <laughs> I, I think, do you know what? I think that's actually a very good thing. And, and now I understand the comments you were making about trusting and everything and that's or, or the, all the conversations we had. And actually, do you know, I think I'm rather glad you're here because quite honestly, I don't think I want to be working for this company in this current situation. So I'm glad that you're here to, to, to bring it all. Well, there's not much to bring down, is there really? Sorry, that's why I figured I'd let the cat out of the bag. There's not much of a company left to espionage, you know. I know it's a short on this, but I think that um, we'd all get better um, payouts and severance if you can um, blackmail the. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is for another conversation, another time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it wasn't all bad. I, I'd like to say, uh, you oh. know, they 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 gave my brother Barney a job when no one else would, and. And they, they give us sausages, so... <gasps> Did you bring sausages? At this point, from Ingress's uh, description of letting the cat out of the bag, we currently look around the floor for Nick's. <laughs> oh yeah, bagels! <laughs> Good point, Ali, where Sorry. has Nick's been this, this entire time? Uh, <laughs> if it's not like next to me, he's trying to get a grasp on Roger. He's <laughs> constantly behind Garnock. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Playing so cat and mouse, are we? Oh, yeah, bagel. Uh, it's uh, warm salmon, melted, it's now melted cheese, and um, pickles, I think. Oh. I'm going to press it. We got a sausage! We specifically got <laughs> sausages! That is a thing that we did. We went out of our way. Never mind. I'm gonna presentate the best flavor of like five stars Michelin restaurant sausage. Nice. On a smoked no. salmon bagel? Won't stop the salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> Not so smoked, it's hey, more just warmed. Hey Heston, what's the plan for the new new dish? I'm gonna make smoked salmon taste like sausages. Why? <laughs> Because why not? Why is there a need for that? <laughs> is this. Have you been keeping it in your armor? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's all right. My uh, my friend who lives in there has been keeping it clean. It's all right. He's a rat. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Just going to put the bagel in their pocket for now. It makes um, a soft scorching noise. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said that you were you were a spy from, from the Misty Steps Interplanar Travel Agency. I thought it was just going to be a get in, get a bit of intel, get out. But this is, I wasn't trained for this. So if I can get this tech into hands that can actually use it and not misuse it, thumbs up. I know CEO Tusk was was paranoid about spies coming in. I never thought any one of them actually would try. That's that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did pull down a lot of posters. Ah, no, you can imagine. So you know about the Feywild? Oh, yeah. Post um, me home. I want to just... This is a problem that's not going away anytime soon and oh, maybe yeah. getting worse. No, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I, just, I, I thought that would be really interesting Ooh, to, English, we're to really learn surprised. about. Good. Like, we're, we're, we're good. Let's just do the thing. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Um, I appreciate your concern for me and wanting to take me to Tusk's office. There is a couple of things, though. Um, I did... Troy, after things went um, to 
get in, these doors don't seem to be opening anymore. I think the force of whatever's happening inside has pushed all the... Uh, the doors don't open. So um, we might need to have a look to see if there's any other ways in. Um, I think, as far as I know, th this used to be uh, used as some kind of shrine room. There might be little passages in little places that people might have hidden. <laughs> they took a dwarven shrine? Gonna want to jump in there and... Uh, <laughs> the cleric's going a little red in the face. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Can I... I'd like a little look around, please. <laughs> Just make sure what kind of shrine we're talking about. <laughs> I'll help you, Father. Okay. Look, you. look at Kim with the dirt. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't do it. I, I'm relatively new here myself. Um, well, I was thinking if if you maybe if you lot want to have a look for that, um, Augury, there's still some of the research in Doctor Durrani's office that might be helpful for you to figure out how how to stop this. So I don't know if you want to. I can show you where her office is, and where? then while well, you guys you all have a look around here. We'll be having a look. We'll be having a look now. Yes. Mm. I'll I'll come I'll come with yourself and Augury. Okay. Okay. Well, as well, I might be able to get a little a little bit of insight. I mean, I I may not be an administrator, but I'm also not the most expert. But I I can look. Well, you, yeah. No, I'm I'm sure that's yeah yeah. yeah. Um. Although I don't know, is your spy training ever taught you to find like secret tunnels and 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 all that? On occasion. <laughs> <laughs> For the podcast listeners, I just shook my head and said no. <laughs> Nick, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that um, Marnie and Grenak have gone off in a half at this point. Oh, they, 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 this yeah. <laughs> if anything, Grunak is, is for the one and only time in the entire thing his optimism has dropped and he's, he's gone off going, fucking, I don't believe it. The bloody cheek of it all. And stormed off. Although he would like to... Um, I'm alongside you agreeing with you. You're right. <laughs> unacceptable, you're right. Unacceptable. <laughs> but uh, just before we go too far, I would like to quickly look over the two bodies and just kind of check because you've said, like, because we'll all notice that they're not it's something's different, and I want to see if I can work out what might have caused the the welts and stuff on them. Some kind sure, of cosmic sure, sure. jellyfish is probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should we say that the uh, the office group are already heading off by the time you're doing that? Yeah. Um, and I'll come back to you in just a sec. If you want to make me an investigation check, and I will come back to it in a moment. So um, we can do the stone cutting roll as well to look for. Dwarven shit. <laughs> Looks like cool. dwarven shit. Sure. Yep. Uh, yes. So, um, so Augury, Garnet, and Ingress, you start following uh, Kimma down the corridor to the right. Um, it uh, the the corridor continues to be dark all the way down, um, but you've got your dark vision, so you can see there's little bits of rubble here and there, um, like odd plants that have been knocked over or uh, bits like maintenance trolleys and things that, that have been uh, knocked over and tools and stuff. So you're having to sort of step your way around things, but uh, but you're fine. As we walk, 
uh, I would like to ask Kimmer. Kimmer, what is the Doris from this section? Oh, uh, there, there's there was one in um, Dr. Durrani's office. Okay, okay. Doris, where is Doris? I, I'm going to have a Doris to come with me. <laughs> I am here. Uh, you, we, we may meet another Doris, so please be the best of you. I can only be me. This Doris will be the worst Doris. <laughs> I want a mega Doris. <laughs> I will try my best. <laughs> we need five of them. It'd be like when I got my Google Home and my Alexa to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. So you're heading down the corridor to the right. You end up walking what you assume is, you know, halfway across the uh, the room inside. Uh, and then you t- take a left turn to go again, this sort of square corridor situation you start heading down that way um and uh Kimmel will lead you to a door on the right that is labeled dr Doroni's office before we go in grinak how did you investigate the bodies could it be argued that because i'm looking at welts and stuff it could be medicine yeah Great, that's much better. 16. <laughs> I'm trying to use the thing I rolled myself in, so let's go for it. <laughs> these rocky <is> stealthy. <laughs> yeah, these um these stings, um there's it, it they, they look like boils and welts and, and, and stings from possibly the largest bee that you have ever seen. Okay. <laughs> Put it on the wiki. <laughs> they already are. Yeah, not having to be connected to anything going on in Neverwinter or anything right now. Um, there's still like bits of uh, poison. You can't see any stingers or anything, but um, they look pretty unhappy, these welts. Like there's still poison inside. They don't look particularly fresh. Like, we're talking a couple of days. Oh, okay. That's right. They'll have eaten each other to form one mega bee. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I tell a lie. It's not a couple of days. It's probably been about a day and a half. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, on the on the body, not yes. on the body. It wouldn't be on the body. Uh, nearby, though, yep. you, uh, you do find a note. I get a note! Uh, yes. You get a note! For next first note! <laughs> yes! Okay, good. Yay. Three first one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I haven't done much investigating of bodies. <laughs> I've mostly been like praying over them while you've all been going, oh, look, notes. <laughs> this is, um, th- this note is not on the body itself, I should say, because it doesn't make sense for it to be on the body. But if you, oh. uh, whilst you're looking at the body and trying to figure out, okay, well, if the doors are all closed, where might these giant bees have come from you're sort of looking down the corridor a little bit and this will lean into Marnie's um, role as well um, you see there's a, a pot plant on the side and just fallen down the side of it um, there is a like a, a dirty rag that might have been used for cleaning um, the like the plant pots and then next to it is this note cool um, the the voice of which is quite quite familiar uh, but just slightly different. 
Kimmer's boss, the scary half-elf lady, has disappeared. Word is, Mr. Tusk is furious after the other researcher ran off a couple of months back. I asked Kimmer if that means they're the boss of research now, and they said, no, there's other researchers there too, like Dr. Jeff, but we don't talk about them a lot because this is only supposed to be a short campaign and there's already too many background NPCs, whatever that means. <laughs> anyway, Kimmer thinks that Dr. Dorani didn't run off, but her research went wrong and poofed her away somewhere. Kimmer thinks they can figure it out though and get her back. Something about a giant bee grub and using a source from a different place. I didn't understand much of it, but I said, if they think they can, then I know they can. And if there's a chance of helping someone else out there, then they should do it because that's the keen foot way. Bye. Oh, he's so dead. <laughs> you know he's dead. You found yeah, his body. It's the thing like, oh, I wonder what killed him. That, that attitude, that's what killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I rolled a nat 20 uh, on the stone county checks makes it a 28 incredible um, I see everything you see everything uh, so yeah Grunak you, you're sort of looking around you notice this um, note and your mind is already going okay where did the bees get out of and, but Marnie is already like just round the corner and being like ah I can see the sort of the shape of the flooring and the stones this way and huh um and you figure out that there's probably underground passages that run below this level that actually are more like air vents mm. than um the previous one which was definitely a secret passage um and you can follow the corridor around i mean i don't know how far you want to go on your own or whether you want to wait for grunak Part of me wants to wait for Grunet because it's a nice, pleasant thing to do. And part of me goes, caution, wind. Walking straight. <laughs> <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> so you uh, you scoot round and, ah, that pot plant there. Mm -hmm. You just shoot, scoot it aside. There is a grate. It's a great grate. Right. Um, yeah. Um, that actually looks like it's been replaced like it's not screwed down mm -hmm. or wedged in place it doesn't take even even with your strength you wouldn't need it to just lift it up and there it is and it's the size it, again it's sort of designed for dwarves to crawl along it mm -hmm. um but within that grate immediately you can see around the edge there are these large thick uh, yellow bristles. Not a lot of them, just a couple that are just right there that have been snagged on some of the wall on the inside of this vent. But it looks like it's heading directly under, like inwards underneath the main chamber. Would the rest of the party fit? They would, yes, but it's like before where it'd just be a bit more of a shimmy sure. for Garnet and um, Is there any indication from any of this which god the shrine inside used to be to? Uh, not from the vents itself. Hmm. Because it's just a... It's a service vent. Okay. Um, or, mm, I mean, you could... 
you could deduce that um, the the room, being that it's right in the middle of the the mountain, right in the middle of the facility, if anyone wanted to leave any um, votives or um, offerings or that kind of thing, like they wouldn't want to. They, they'd want the doors closed for privacy, but they also they wouldn't want it to get too stuffy. So that's probably why these are here. Yeah. Um, and there, there are at the top, there's um, sort of carved into stone little drill holes. Sort of not drill holes, but like mm. nowhere near, like nothing really could get through them. But so it's, um, it's, it's made for um, footfall. It's made for lots of people to be going in and out of. Presumably going into mines afterwards. Mm. Uh. Okay. Are you hinting towards a particular god there, or are you just giving more information? No, no, no. I was just just giving some general information. Mm. But one, for your nat twenty, though, once you are inside, I will be able to tell you exactly who they are. But you can't see anything right now, unless you were to get into the vent itself and crawl in to the room with lots of. Wild magic. Oh. <laughs> I come around the corner. This exact Marnie wouldn't point. do that. Chris might. Marnie wouldn't. Um, so I look at all that and go, right, and then scamper back towards Father Gronach. Father, um, found it. It's, it's got, um, it's got like grating and vents for airflow. Clearly, big shrine inside or some kind of, lots of footfall, you know. Right. Oh, yes. You, you know what it says? It's it's got it carved above the doorway in Dwarvish. It says Panopticon. Oh right. There we go. Lovely. Right. Good. Yes, that makes sense then, of course. There'd have to be a, a way in if everybody's going to be giving their offerings and praying inside. Well makes this sense. is um Right. Um Well we have a way in. No. Meanwhile, oh no! Please have a conversation, Father. Do you think this might have all gone wrong because the gods are angry? It's the kind of so, thing they, they do, right? It's one outlook, I suppose. Uh, it's uh, certainly an interesting one, but I always find that the gods tend to be angry and are more. I don't know. Do you think is there something that's bothering you about what you about stuff you've done, or are you talking generally about this entire place? No, I mean this because I find it very odd. Well, I wouldn't be surprised actually if the gods had actually had taken a bit of a dislike to what they've done to the place. I mean, take one look at it. It's right? Freaking outrageous! These safety railings. What are they thinking? Oh, they're useless ones as well. They're no bloody use at all. It's like they. Know, like taking a shrine and putting a magical experimentation in it and then like because <clears throat> well whatever's whatever's going on with me right now and I don't know what it is it doesn't feel right but I don't know how to going on with you right now do you mean you're picking stuff up and things I don't know right. why I'm doing mm. it I keep doing it I picked up the great I've got to still I'm holding it right now there's no Wait. reason to, but I'm holding it right now. <laughs> I noticed the grate in your hat. Ha- you are, Marnie. What are you doing with the grate? Why? I don't Why know. You- Can you put it down? Yeah. Put it down then. I don't want to. All right. Okay, this is very strange. I don't... Uh, see, uh, 
I know other clerics who could do something about this, but I don't think I can. Not really. <laughs> for had, that. Thought we had some kind of like potion, like a, a yeah, restoration a or something like that. That, that would work, would wouldn't it? Would be uh. so wonderful. I know. Did we that. find one? <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yeah. If I... I'm, I am trying to recall because I feel like we discussed this last time. Did did Augury share what? he found he didn't so i have no concept of it at all <laughs> right fair enough so yeah well i've got nothing and there's not much i can do at this current point in time but i will keep my eye on you and i will make sure it's all fine but i don't think it's you're right what they've done to this place is horrendous and i'm going to see it put right because quite frankly not leaving a shrine like that to be corrupted by some researched magic hooliganism it's rubbish i just feel like i'm cursed well, if you are, I'll fix it for you. <laughs> we'll get it sorted, don't you worry. At least all you're doing is picking up stuff. Eventually you're going to get tired and you won't be able to carry anymore. Oh no. So whilst this conversation's going on, I'm going to pan out of that and pan into the uh, the the bottle that is swinging at Augury's hip. Actually, where, where were you keeping it? I've got it. Oh, you are I holding stole it. Oh. it last episode because oh, yeah, yeah, I want yeah. all the yes. things and I can't stop picking the things up. It's in my I... bag under boots. I didn't even put in there. Yeah, probably it's in the middle of everything. There is a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> stuff already. That glass is made of stern stuff. <laughs> but meanwhile, uh, at Dr. Durrani's office, uh, Kimmer is going to open the door and let you in. So the three of you... As you head in, uh, it is impeccable. This office, uh, there is, um, there are desks. There's a desk. There's a workstation. Um, but everything is neat. There's piles of papers, perfectly ordered. There are uh, on the workstation. There are small pots and bins that are full of like little cogs and scraps of metal and bits of copper and watchmaking elements and um, and research notes. But everything is ordered and everything has its place and it's in it. Um, there's also, strangely, in the corner, there is a shrine to, it looks like, carved in the shape of a dwarven god, which is also, is it small? Uh, it's probably about two foot tall, um, but has been kept beautifully, like has been kept clean. Doesn't look like there's any candles or offerings to it at all. What ancestry was Dr. Deroni? Half Elven. Or Ace Doctor. Sorry? Half Elven. Half Elven. Um, so Oguri is going to ask to leave the door open just in case we have to run. And can I see the other doorways? Uh, yes, yeah. It's, it's just sat there. It doesn't look active at the moment. Uh, I'm going to step closer and signal Doris. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I think Doris. I am ready. Doris. Doris. <laughs> For the podcast listeners, Ali is tapping his webcam. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what the other Doris sees. It's just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, may I help you? 
Yes. First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is uh, Augury. I was supposed to Pleased work with to meet Dr. You, Augury. With Dr. Deroni. Um, I'm actually looking after the hair. Um, but also I want to introduce you to my friend Doris. How are you looking after Dr. Deroni? Dr. Deroni has gone missing. Uh, well, it's very long story. Don't worry about it. We're taking care of it. We're just I do worry. I do clothes. worry about Dr. Durrani. Are you friends? She has gone missing. I was supposed to help her, but she is not here for me to help. How would you were supposed to help her? With her research and with her construction of her tools. So you know how to construct them? Did you witness how to? And do you have a record of that? Scanning. Would you like me to build you another Nexomancer? I look up, uh, <laughs> I look back at <laughs> English like... <laughs> Doris, I would love for you to build another one. Have you been given security clearance to ask this task of me? I only answer yes. to Dr. Durrani. Yes, I have. Where is your proof? <laughs> <laughs> Here is my proof. I'm going to try to hack Doris. this. Doris. No, no. I'm going to take off my div tools and I'm going to try to hack the central processing unit. Okay. <laughs> While I mean, luck is doing this, Garner, Ingress, is there anything else you would like to do? In the corner, ow, 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 ow. Yeah. <laughs> First, I'd like to shout over, do not break her, she has information. <sighs> and I'd like to look around the office, I guess. Sure. Do you want to make me an investigation check? Garner, what are you doing? Oh. Oh, that's, that's all right. My plan is to look around the office as well. Do you want to I got roll? a 19. Oh, great. I was going to say, do you want to roll it with advantage, but... There you go. Okay. Let's see if it's not 20. It's not not 20. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Garnet. I'll come back to Ingress in a moment. Um, Garnet, the note that you find is uh, a fully written out um, sort of diary entry journal like the, like the ones that you've been used to. We'll be taking on more staff next week. I'm not sure if I can trust this new hire any more than Antoni. He has an opportunistic twinkle in his eye and his dress sense is uniquely exhibitionist. But he has a good nose for potential outcomes and perhaps the pay packet will keep him on task if not his interest in our research. I'm actually more intrigued by one of the new security guards Chief Rukiak has brought on. From my initial observations and interviews, they thrum with a great deal of interplanar potential energy, much like what was observed in Baldur's Gate last year. Influences from the positive and the negative energy planes and echoes of what could have been in alternate timelines. I don't have time to be distracted by side projects just now, but I'd be keen to run some tests given the opportunity. Meanwhile, we seem to have struck a bit of luck with our planar research. 
One of Tusk's contacts has acquired an artifact for us that I believe will boost the harmonic signal output enormously. Upon analysis, it seems its full potential requires some kind of magical key to unlock, but one that resonates at certain frequencies, not something I can recreate myself. I asked Tusk if it was possible to source the key too, and he said he would look into it, but pressed me to do what I could with the wheel regardless. I raised my concerns that the results would be less predictable, but he wafted in my face and offered me a glass of whiskey to toast our success. He's lucky he's funding me. That's what Garnet finds. And while Garnet is reading that, Ingress, you start uh, leafing through some of the other um, piles of papers on the desk, and they're less journal-based, they're more scraps here and there, little um, bullet points and sketches. There's um, a sketch of a cog wheel and uh, notes about using it as a power source. Um, and then there's something about else about needs a focus, something from a different plane. Um, there's another note about one of the plants in the research labs grew a strange fleshy growth. And then further down, something pops out at you that this fleshy growth, when tested, resonated strangely. It had different harmonics to the material plane. These the the ones that we burnt. The ones that you burnt. What do you mean? The fungus. Are they, that was a room with oh, lots right. of plants. Uh, no. Have we run into these? No. Does it say where they are? Uh, it suggests uh, one of the plants in the research labs um, a little while ago was un like just one plant unusually seemed to grow a strange fleshy lump on it, which obviously all the scientists were like, let's take it off and dissect it and prod it. Um, so you gather that others that specialised in biology-based sciences would have done that, whereas Dr. Durrani is much more interested in uh, in uh, planar energies and, and frequencies and that kind of thing. So she's done experiments on that level and has discovered that it's not from here. Uh, darn it, Kimma, I found something. Oh. What's that? Uh, so... I've got I've got the plans, I've got bullet points, all Gucci, whatever that means. Um But the growth, do you know what happened to it? The the growth? Yeah. Uh I don't know, it was just something strange on a on a plant. Like we'd not spotted in any others on any of the other plants. It's it's not appeared anywhere else. So everyone just sort of had a poke and a prod, really, because, you know, science. Was any connection found to the planar science going on? It sounds like it would be connected. Oh, yeah, Dr. Durrani thought that it was from a different plane, but we're not sure how it got there. This was before everything else. This was before, okay. Yeah. And never popped up again? Not that we saw. Okay. 
dwarven curse. Although <laughs> it, it, it was sort of none of the rest of them really paid attention to him, but it was something sort of like so. My brother Barney did a lot of the cleaning and the maintenance, and he did say that sometimes you'd find like strange, like the puddles were thick. Not like, yeah, we... not like, no, no, not like these puddles. Not like the the puddles that burn you. Not like oozes or anything like that. But it's just, just a normal puddle, a normal spillage. But the water was like viscous and thick. And then sometimes it would have like a layer of skin on it. And he's been saying this for a little while, and no one's really been paying attention to it. Sounds a little important. It's not like we've got to get this contained. <laughs> Sounds like that might be an issue. <laughs> Sounds like people should have listened to to whatever his name was. I've forgotten him. Barney. 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 I should have listened to Barney a bit more. A lot of us should have listened to Barney a bit more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you going to want to track back up there to recover the body, or are you okay to just kind of leave? I don't know. Do you think it'd be dangerous? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll plant something for him when we get out. I'm sure he'd um, appreciate that. You know, I think you made a good point before, you know, about how... This place has not been as good for us as as maybe I'd given it credit for, and I don't know. Maybe we ought to. Maybe we should talk about your offer. You now. I know Doris said that she might be able to recreate some of Doctor Dronny's research if uh, if you unlocked her, but I do think there were some. I have vague recollections of blueprints and things. Um, it was in one of the other offices. Um, we could go in and have a look and see if we could find something, if you want. That would be perfect, just in case, you know, that half yeah. man over there doesn't, you know, come up with anything. I'm I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's going to do great. Um, should we go then? Yeah. Garnet, do you want to come with or do you want to watch over whatever chaos is happening in the corner? Um, I think it might be best if I watch over the chaos in the corner for the minute. That's but I'll, I'll follow along in a minute. All right. Um, Kimmer will lead you, Ingress, out. I'll be Actually, with you. Actually, in- out of game, I have some questions for Kimmer, but I don't know if... But I'm really distracted with that thing. It's up to you if you okay. want them to go. You, uh, you could... I mean, it sounds like their intention is to come back pretty quickly we go can I discreetly pull out a tooth and just kind of pop it in Garnet's pocket Mm. cool Uh, (laughs) so Kimma is going to lead you to the right down this corridor so you're carrying on uh, along the uh, up down side of this uh, this square and then we'll take you round a corner um so you're pretty much the opposite side of the the central nexus hub chamber from uh, where you were to start with, towards one of the offices. Um, while you're walking there, um, 
Marnie, Grinak, what's your plan? Are you, are you just going to have your conversation and, and wait for the others to come back, or...? Grumbling in Dwarvish takes a long time. Okay, sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> we'll grumble in Dwarvish, and then if they've taken forever, we'll go and find them. <laughs> right. I'm still convinced that we're all cursed. I I would actually, after we've had that conversation, I would have been like, I think we're probably best... I'll ask Kimmer. Maybe Kimmer will know something. You got a potion of fire breathing before. Maybe Kimmer knows where there might be something else that could help you. Well, I don't think a potion's going to help if a if a dwarven god has cursed everything in this area, Father. No, very true. But we can start with the small thing. That's how you do these things. You, you start small and you go big. Even the gods like to work in that sort of a fashion. Sometimes they work the other way around. But occasionally, all it takes is a small pebble to make an entire avalanche. Right, you are, Father. Okay, back in the uh, the office, Augury, you are working on the Doris. Garnet, could you please make me a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> I would like to re-roll that using my uh, my hobgoblin racial feature. Mm-hmm. That was an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortune, fortune from the mini. It's called. Come on, click it. There we go. And then wisdom saving throw again. Seventeen. Nice. Good. You feel like something was trying to affect you. Like you notice, you shake off. You have this warm feeling coming across you. Um, of just trust and then you realise hang on, that's not something's not right here and you sort of shake it off as you look around Kimmer is behind you where's Ingress? gone down the corridor Um, Uh, what was that about you, Kimmer? Oh, what? Sorry? Uh, well, I mean, I'm a hobgoblin, for one. It's very difficult to try and charm one of us. So, uh, what was that you just tried doing, and where's Ingris? I didn't do anything. I... I... Inside check. No. <laughs> Alright, go on, inside check. Augury. Yes. Please make me a wisdom saving throw. That's a five. I can I <laughs> oh. oh no. Would you like oh, to read that, out for the cast what we just rolled? Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. So it was meant to be. Garnet. As you question Kimmer and Kimmer starts to stutter, you can't quite tell what what they're playing at until they give up and their face stretches and stretches 
and grows. This happens, I'm narrating it slowly, but this happens in an instant. It just and wraps around Augury's head <laughs> and just starts forming itself around Augury and pulsating slightly. Augury? Yes. Can you please take me 19 psychic damage? And I think we ought to all roll initiative. 19. Oh, I never trusted Kima. I mean, it's Kimmer. That's <laughs> why <laughs> I never trusted him. I got the name wrong. I mean, I'm glad I put a tooth in your pocket to warn you Kimmer might be evil, but it feels like too late now. It's a five on initiative, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ten. Uh, Thirteen. Five for Manis. Ten for Garnet. Thirteen for Ingress. Three. Yeah. Oh, oh, Grunak. Look, we're being affronted in Dwarvish. It takes time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, not to give anybody advantage. Before, dang it. Before we start any round, I'm going to receive damage. Can I use Hellish Rebuke on that? Yeah. Damage? Please do. Yeah. So that's a second level. Do, 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 do. Could you please make me a dexterity saving throw? Sure. 13. Uh, that is a 16. So you take half, so that is uh, eight points of fire damage as the infernal ancestry of Bogori tries to free him Actually, no, from I'll be this. fair to you. I'll roll that at disadvantage because it what you're trying to hit is wrapped around your face. <laughs> so... <laughs> Next save. <laughs> uh, no, that was better. So half damage. Yeah. So uh, eight. Eight damage. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, lovely stuff. So, Augury, as this thing is wrapped around you, you feel your brain just starts going as if... I don't know if you've ever had those days where nothing quite none of the connections seem to be working right yeah um you suddenly feel like this thing is draining your mental capacity could you please roll me a d4 yeah all right chris (laughs) (laughs) that's a two okay um until this is sorted could you please deduct two from your ability checks and attack rolls that you make? Uh, yeah. Right. It is your turn. It is indeed. You are... I don't believe you are grappled. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rebooting it. No. No, you're not grappled. So you you have your movement, you can attack. There's just this thing is like glomped onto your head a bit. Good. As an action, I'm going to... I'm going to cast... 
I've been learning, I've been watching Ingress to uh, use shadows in her uh, advantage show. I'm gonna cast Shadow Blade. No, wait, no, that's a bonus action. No, yes, no. <laughs> Sounds like your, the, the, the metro connections are not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So I'm not grapple, so I can still move. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a tax opportunity there. Okay. Oh, no, 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 oh, forget about that. So, um, that was another, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So with the bonus action, I only invoke it. I only, but I don't make any attack, right? You attack with your okay. action. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> As my action, I'm going to cast uh, Booming Blade. So I take my, just the hilt of my sword, and then like my laser sword comes and I'm gonna swing at it <laughs> with minus two, as you said, right? Yes, please. Yes. So actions, my rapier and whatever is. And that is a natural one, four six, <laughs> minus two. So obviously it's like, oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Garnet, you can action. see like Kimmer's feet are still there, but the rest of the body is extended in this kind of like oozy uh, like form that's grabbing onto Augury, and Augury is flailing, and this this kind of oozy form is also going like <laughs> slopping about. Bonus action, dodge, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna use my movement to get as opposite corner in this room. Nice. Can I actually with my movement? Get behind Garnet. Yeah, sure. We've not really um, defined the geography of this room too well. Okay. It's not huge. Um, it's probably about uh, ten foot by by twenty foot total. I'm gonna try to get out of the room. Oh no, but but what we established that is that Kimmer is outside the room and then Garnet. Uh, you're in the room. Garnet was sort of next to you-ish, and Kimmer was in the doorway of the room. Okay. The feet were. I'm just. So gonna... you could still technically bustle to the other side of the uh, of the um, the what was it called the, the sort of simulacrum, the impersonation of Kimmer. Yeah. You could bustle to the other side of it without leaving its range, attack range. Technically, because it's stretched out. No, I'm going to go opposite. So I want to be the creature, guard not myself. Okay, so you're staying in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I'm moving out of the range, so opportunity attack, but I dodge, so disadvantage, please. If you okay. decide to make an opportunity attack. Oh, oh, they'll try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's still a 23 to hit you. That hit me. I'm afraid. Oh, this is going to hit heavy. Yep. Okay. These things are nasty. Uh, that is 12 acid damage. 12. Uh, augury is very, very damaged. Um, mm-hmm, as a reaction, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast a Heli Rebuke again. Yep, great. So could you please... Uh, Deck save? Yes, 13. Uh, that is an 11. 
Good, so you take 11 points of fire damage as again my... Oh, 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 I forgot Hellish Rebuke was fire damage. I don't know why I forgot that, because it's right there in the name. Um, As you're, the first time your Hellish Rebuke hit, you got the impression that it was deeply unhappy about this. So the first one was instead of eight. So you mean it has... Vulnerability. Uh, 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 it's... It doesn't have, uh, it does not have vulnerability to it, but you do get the sense that actually, even if you hadn't dodged, it would have been flailing wildly to hit you rather than a precise attack. Unlike fire. Fire bad. So, uh, okay. So, eight. So please roll your damage for the hellish rebuke. The second. the second one is 11. Great. Yes. And that's my turn. Great. It is the Oblex's turn. It's gonna turn to look at Garnet. I say turn, I mean, it's, yeah, this is gelatinous <laughs> form. Ingress, by the way, walking down the corner, you've turned the corner. So you are, you are, I'm going to say you are 30 feet away from this door, but you have turned the corner. So you can probably hear, uh, oh, your passive perceptions average at best. Yeah. I'm going to give Augury the benefit of the doubt and say that Augury was oh, doing cast, screaming and flailing. Augury cast booming blade, which I believe makes a very, very loud noise. But but the Oblix hasn't moved yet, so it's not set it off, right? Uh, and it didn't hit. Oh, no. It didn't hit. But you can hear from down the corridor. I mean, you've heard Augury in a fight before, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever those noises are. <laughs> Scuffles, upset. One. I imagine Garnet, I mean, talking is a free action. I imagine words may have been said, perhaps. Oh, yes. Uh, words that I cannot say before the watershed time. Okay. No, we are still before the watershed. Fair enough. Doesn't matter on Twitch. Do what you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ingress, as you hear this, the, um, the Kimmer that is next to you just disappears. Just... <laughs> turns into a big pile of water and disappears and the door that they were leading you to opens and inside is a mass of faces in ooze in this cupboard just pulsating and going just looking down on you and uh, we'll see what it does after the break. It's all okay. fun until there's a couple of billows. Even I the mean, best of still... times, are awful. <laughs> 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 Surely a cupboard full of ooze is what makes a party. No? Depends on the party. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, catch you after the break, peeps. Bye.
And welcome back, everyone, to part two of part four. And everything is fine. Is it though? You think so? You've all made new friends. For the benefit of the audience, Nats just outlined all the ways that this was hinted at for the entire time, and they were all brilliant hints, and none of us got it. Yep. Yep. Halflings can't see in the dark. Yeah. It's also smelly of sulfurous. Mm. Oh well. Uh, I believe we are mid combat, and I believe Ingress has been led away by an impersonation of Kimmer to a totally different place. And the door is opened, and she's been confronted by this this blobby body full of faces in the cupboard. A wall of oozy faces. Every house needs one. <laughs> Do you not have one in your house? The, no. the cupboard full of ooze? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is, if a blobby pile of oozy faces could smile, this one would. Do all the faces smile? Yeah. Oh, worse. And you, you hear... <sighs> You hear a whole bunch of voices. One, you can kind of recognize Kimmer's voice in amongst a cacophony. And they all say together, I've always wanted to know more about, about the Feywild. <laughs> Would you please make me a wisdom saving throw, Ingress? Uh... Hi. Okay, uh, that's, that's a dirty 20. Oh. Well done. Oh, nice. Amazing. Uh, yeah, this uh, the, this ooze kind of tries to wrap itself around you, but uh, you can you can feel the sort of the psychic pressure of it's trying to probe into your mind and take your memories, but you you're just you're just too willful. Gosh darn it! And I think it has horns on it. They just kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Augury has had horns on it, but, you know. That's true. Augury was more willing to, to let ooze wrap around his head. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Given the choice, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Whereas I don't think anyone is surprised that Ingress is like, um, no, thank you. Uh, fine. Uh, it, it kind of retracts and looks disappointed. Um, Garnet, back in Dr. Durrani's office. The uh, the the form of Kimmer's feet that is wrapped around, that stretched and wrapped around Augury will disengage from Augury. Uh, I'm assuming a 23 and a 26 will hit you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay, uh, that is uh, the, the the pseudopods are going to pull away from Augury and then whip round. Um, oh no, because Augury Augury detached and snuck round behind you. But the sort of this tall blobby—it's like the wacky flailing inflatable tube man, but without the arms, just the the body. But of ooze, I was going to split into two and whip round and whack you both times. Uh, these do hit hard. Um, that is a 16 damage and a 12 damage. 
please. I look almost bloodied. Oh no! In one hit. <laughs> well, uh, two two hits, two hits. <laughs> it's fine. Your backup's gonna notice something's going on any time now. I'm sure. When they've stopped grumbling about misappropriation of space, it's fine. <laughs> How far can dwarves run again? Oh. Um, Just you. Good. <laughs> Ingress, it's your turn. God, what am I going to do? Okay. Um, There's a wall of oozy faces. I'm trying to. Uh, it, it probably. I've got to deal with. I've got to try and deal with the wall before I help anyone else, really. Because if I just run, it's just going to. Um. Uh, okay, so, yes, I think I shall do that with my bonus action. Mm. I'm going to summon a Hound of Ill Omen. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. So, like, from the corners of the rooms, um, just the shadows just seem to come together and coalesce in their own puddle. And from it mm. arises a medium-sized uh, dog. With, it's very big. It is cor- yeah. it is a corgi, <laughs> but it is angry. <laughs> oh God! I don't think I've ever seen a corgi angry. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of like D and D sizes, a regular corgi would be what tiny? tiny? Yeah. Yeah. This is like wow. This is a really five big corgi. corgi. <laughs> Wait, is it just is it five foot long, but still with stubby legs? <laughs> or is it's it five foot tall? <laughs> But then it'd be, I think, so the medium creature of a dog, I'd say it's probably like five foot tall. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, imagine that corgi butt. That shadow corgi butt. So much butt. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and as, all uh, and I just said, and I say to it, Noctum, go get him. Um, and I roll initiative. For Noctum, my hound of Hillo. Oh, Noctum can go after you. That's fine. Excellent. Good. And I will use my main action to. Yes. Yes, I will cast Fireball. I'm just going to Fireball it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) I'm just going for it. Can it please make me a dex save? I mean, it can try. Uh, it's at disadvantage, actually, because it... Oh, no, it's just had its new turn. Yeah. Um, but even with a flat roll, that was a seven. So... Nice, that does, that does not meet so it. So I file into the room and just close the door. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 um, Noctum can go through the door if it's closed, so... Great. Right. Well, I will do, I will do that damage, which is 8d6. Let me get those. One... I'm assuming, are you, do you have to be out of range of your fireball for it to not hurt you? Is it just other people? No, it can hit the person who casts it. Oh, okay, so how big was the room in which? I mean, it was a large cupboard. It's like 10 foot by 10 foot at (laughs) best, at best. No. Back? Maybe it will blast me backwards down the corridor and away from it. <laughs> Do well, I have you to make my own This will choices. be on you. Bold yes, it will. Choices. Yes. Do I need to make a deck save against my own spell? 
Yeah, I guess so. Okay, let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that is a 16. Okay, do you not... Meets it and beats it. Okay. Do you not have Metamagic Careful spell? I have Metamagic Quicken spell and Subtle spell. You could Ah. subtly blow your own head off. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, but... like I need to go out with a bang if I if I'm gonna go out like this. Yes. Ingrid likes move. to control her own Let's destiny. Move. <laughs> That's ten, twenty, twenty-three fire damage. <laughs> I see. Which means that I take uh, half of that probably. Eleven. Thank you. Thank you, maths. Damage. I'm fine. I'm just a little singed. Uh-huh. Like my wings. Uh-huh. Hey, Nat, did we hear that massive explosion? I think, I think you might have, yes. It's like a ton oh, of flames just yeah. <laughs> blast around the yeah. corner that I mean, it's a good thing I've not, like, put anything else on this floor that might have been attracted to... Anyway... Anything well, else? Nocturne's turn now. Yeah. Noctum, is it your dog? Noctum, yeah. Noctum, amazing. Noctum, the shadow corgi. Perfect. Cool, and uh, is now drawn towards this one creature, can only attack this creature, and is going to go in with a bite. Bite it. I'm or in, I'm a in. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 to hit. Will hit. It's a big Ooh. blob. Tastes Ooh. sour. Okay, and oh, okay, that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's eleven piercing damage. And can this thing be knocked prone? It's a big blob. And let's not bother with the strength set. <laughs> <laughs> big blobo goo. Incredible scenes. What, uh, I mean, is Noctum just going in having like a like a nip at the ankles kind of nip that just does all this kind of damage? Or is Noctum like barking, growling? Noctum is, is, is going ham on it. It's like like this this blob is a ham? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Could be. Um, and I'm guessing closing the door on them would be more of an action, so I can't really do that. Yeah, I mean... It, it's a basic in object interaction. Uh, so that I can't remember. Is that an action or is that a that's a it's, DM's discretion? It's fiat, yeah. Yeah. Feel free to close the door if you like. Close the door on that scene. <laughs> sure. Nope. Fine. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Pretty much that's the entire campaign. Are you using any movement? If the door's closed, um, it means it can't see you, so you can fuck off. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Once the, that door is closed, I'm going back the other way. It will get an, an attack of opportunity. Oh. Oh. Because there is a thread of its ooze all the way down this corridor, uh. leading to not Kimmer, so it can see you. Uh. So it will make a pseudopod attack. This, this, you could, it, it was 
not really perceptible at all in the dark because there's not really any light to shine or bounce off it <laughs> uh, to catch your attention. Exactly. But it will ooze out of the ground. It almost feels like this uh, this pseudopod will come and swing at you. For a 14 to hit. Still hits. Nice. You definitely dodge out of the way. Excellent stuff. Is that everything, Ingress? It is everything, yes. In that case, Garnot. Does this creature look like it is implanted in the floor, or is it just the legs, like like normal legs, not not ingrained in the floor sort of thing? No, it's just normal legs. Well, except they look more oozy now, but it doesn't look like it's stuck to the floor. I'm okay, not sure um, what the question is. <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to know if it was like implanted in the floor because it's in the doorway and we need to try and get past it. You so can try I, and get past try it if you like. And just try and move it. Sure, sure, sure. You, you feel I'm like you gonna... could shove it telepathically if that's what you're trying to do. I'm gonna. I, I can't shove it telepathically because it needs to be a willing creature. But what I would like to do is turn to Augury and say, uh, when I give the signal. Which you're gonna see. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Run for it. And I'm just gonna turn to the creature and I look pissed. Oh. We liked you, you naughty thing, you. I really don't like the fact that you've gone and betrayed us and you've made us look like idiots and you're trying to melt my friends. Look at his nipples, they're nearly melted off. I really don't, and I'm just gonna throw both my hands out to the side and the two two of the largest desks in the room begin to glow white. I'm gonna pick one up and throw it at the creature's feet to try and knock it like in the air. And then I'll use my action surge to throw the other one at it to knock it out of the room. Incredible scenes. I'm, uh, I'm bending rules and doing bullshittery stuff like I normally do, so. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, uh, Dr. Durrani, where she here, would be very displeased at the uh, the chaos that is happening in okay. to all of her belongings. Um, okay. If you are throwing something uh, tele telekinetically, um, wh what skill, because it's not magic, it's just your latent psychic abilities. Uh, when you do your telepathic stuff, Stuff. Does that come from a place of wisdom, intelligence, or charisma? Or are you intelligence. intelligence? Right, okay. Do you want to make me an attack roll with your intelligence yes. plus proficiency? Because this is your your thing. I will add proficiency to this roll that I'm making now. That's a that's a 13. 13 total. Will not hit. Oh. Red. Uh, but you definitely you push it back, so it's the the feet and the the sort of the flailing ooze figure is out of the room and out of the doorway and against and the then wall. I'll lob the other one at it as well, just to make sure because I'm using I'm doing the I'm doing the action twice. Sure. Maybe another attack roll. Same roll. <laughs> oh, good. Sure. Actually, I will use my last from. The fortunes of the many, or whatever it is, that I have to re-roll re that because I can do it on attack rolls. If they fail, nope, that was worse. Ooh. So um, mm. <laughs> I'll keep the first roll, thirteen. I'm afraid that will not hit. Um, you throw the table, and it splinters against the wall. And as you look 
where it would have hit, you look down and you see there's just a big puddle of ooze on the floor and it's just collapsed out of the way of the table and then begins to slowly rise again. (laughs) As it slowly begins to rise, I peg it out of the room. Which way are you going? Are you going towards to the right, which would be the towards where Ingress went, or to the left and then right, which is the way that uh, towards Marnie's and Grenak? Towards Marnie's and Grenak. Okay. Cool. Um, so you've probably made it uh, 20, 25 foot round that corridor because you were in the room. And I'm going shit, 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 mm-hmm. as I run in, <laughs> trying to get the other two's attention to follow me. Uh, Marnie's, it is your turn. You have heard a lot. Yeah. So, is it obvious to go to the left or to the right? From where you are, if you were go, if you were to go to, because you're the opposite side, if you were to go to the mm. right. That seems to go towards the sound of Garnet running and the table that just smashed. Mm. It sounded distinctly like a table or two crashing against a wall. Sure, that's a, it, it's a distinct sound. Yeah, mm. yeah. If you were to go to the left, that sounds to, as if you would be heading towards a big fireball noise that you just heard, and a yappy, very like it's a weird, deep and yappy bark at the same time. Do you hear that, Father? Yes, I did. Well, they're clearly in trouble, but I don't know which one. <laughs> Looking left and right, full of indecision. I don't know where the trouble is. <laughs> None of it's good. No. Which, which way did they go originally? Left. From where you're looking, I'm assuming you're looking at what would be the wall of the central chamber. Um, they originally would have gone the way around to the right. Oh, right. Sorry. Ah, oh, Okay. I mean, yeah. If you're looking for advice, I think <laughs> all I would say is like, they went that way. That's uh, the clearest choice. If, as soon as you say they went that way, I will just start sprinting the way that they went. Seems the obvious choice, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, from where you are, you could probably make it back to the doors of the way you started, but mm-hmm. you can see Garnet um, not far. What's happening? Big, oozy, slimy thing tried to bite Augury's nipples off. Where's Augury? Tried to put their nipples back. They're back there. They're following. I don't know where Ingress is. I'm worried. Father, go the other way! (laughs) (laughs) And I will... Dash. um, Sorry, it's large. To um, go basically go from where Garnot came to try and see if Augury is actually following. How far do I get? Uh, if you were to go another 25 feet, you mm. would get to the corner of the... So the left turn that you would need to make. Sure. Um, and you could see that the um, the room is not far ahead on the right side. So you can actually see this flailing, flailing ooze tube. You can't see Augury at the moment. You could probably hear him if he's making noise. Augury, does it sound like you're on your way out? Or does it sound like you're stuck? Yeah, it sounds like you're stuck. Okay. Um, Marnie will panic slightly because they can't get there in time and their friend's in danger. Um, 
And in that moment, as a bonus action, I will summon the Echo, which will appear in the room. I can attack through the Echo if I action surge, which I shall. And then I can make three attacks from the Echo's position. And the Echo is more competent than me anyway, it seems. So um, the Echo appears in the room and can see this jello menacing augury behind the desk yeah mm-hmm. uh, so aug- the the jello is not in the room the jello is in the corridor opposite the entrance to the room but augury is hidden in the room. okay then the um the echo will just start attacking augury you see this this echo that you've been uh, wondering about just appears in front of you heroically yep here we go three attacks Nine. Oh, misses. Thirteen. Oh, misses. Sixteen. Does hit. Okay. Uh, for nine points of damage. Great. And it's just going to stay there. Marnie running up from behind. Good stuff. As uh, ac- action and bonus and action mm-hmm. surge and all that. Grunak. Rightio, shall do. And I run around the other direction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you How can, far do I get? <laughs> uh, from where you are, you can make it roughly to um, a cupboard that seems to have this weird, sonorous yet yappy bark coming from it. Uh, and you can see Ingress running. You just see like Ingress's like feet as she goes round the corner. Why are we in noises faster. off? What is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I will say my heels are on fire as well. Oh, nice. Right. Um, <clears throat> how far can I get if I dash? Uh, if you dash, you can probably catch up with Ingress. Like, you can get to the, the far corner. Cool. You're um, basically the, the... You'd match Marnie's, so you'd both be at these corners, but you right. can't get to the, the office in the centre. Okay, okay, okay. Um... Yeah. But there's a really interesting sounding cupboard right there. Do you want to open a cupboard? No, of course not. <laughs> you don't know what's in there. Talking's a no, free action. I, Talking's a free I, fucking action. You just right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, let me get into the reason why I'm not going to go into that cupboard. Ingress? There's a blob. There's a big blob. What? In there? In there. Do not go into that door. Okay, good. I'm coming to you. And I will run forward. And as I'm doing it, I will grab my summon as a bonus action from afar. I will cast Shield of Faith. And Ingress now has plus two to uh, her AC. Nice. For the time being. Um, and I'll get over there and be like, Oh, oh right. <laughs> Bob, you said. And what was the happen? Oh, that was knocked in my shadow, Corgi. Lovely. Glad he could join. Right. What are we doing? Let's go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, that's that's everything, huh? That's it. Yep. I've bonus action. I dashed for an action. So yes. Banded. Back round to the top to Augury. Garnet has abandoned you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I see the echo, right? It's right there. Oh. Um, 
Action. I'm gonna cast Detect Thoughts. Ooh. And I'm gonna choose the Echo. Interesting. What is the Echo thinking? Thinking. Interesting, Chris. <sighs> okay, okay. Um, the Echo is a shade from the um, from the negative plane negative energy. Um, it saw Marnie defending people during the gloom in Baldur's Gate. And it thought that was cool, and that it would like to do the same thing. And now it follows them around, trying to duplicate their every action. Nice. Um, I'm gonna try to get out of the room, but not get away. So sort of ten feet outside the room, so I can see the creature and the echo and whoever is in the corridor. Me at the moment. And Garnet, I think. Yeah. Although, because of rules, Garnet's probably run past, and Money is run past the other way. So we're <laughs> waiting for Garnet's turn for him to do like a heel turn and run back. <laughs> yes. Apart from the obvious creatures that I can see, do I detect any other thoughts? Uh... Creatures with a language and more than three of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good. Uh, bonus action dodge with cunning action, and that's gonna be my turn. Wait, what's the what is the range? Thirty feet, and it could go up to five feet of stone, right. and I think one inch of lead. Um, Lead's normally the blocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, nothing else. Good. Just um, that's it. As as Algori tries to cover his nipples, like oh, they hurt. Actually, Amazing. I think I'm gonna put like a, a knee on the floor because it's very, very damaged. <laughs> oh, no. yes. oh, very good. Um, so, Augury, you are sort of just outside the office, a little bit to the left towards um, Marnie's and uh, and Garnet. The oblex, the the flailing tube oblex that's by the entrance, is going to. Turn. Let's see. How far away is everyone? Hmm. The echo's right there. Yes. It's pretty... It's not too happy with that echo. I think, yes. It's going to swing out at the echo. It's going to split in two mm-hmm. and swing out to do two attacks towards it. Mm-hmm. Has an AC? Uh, that is a rolling well. Uh, there's a 26 and a 14 to hit. 26. Oh, that's very nice. Nice. Um, actually, you know what? It should be taking these at disadvantage anyway, actually. So save your silvery barbs. Um, no, it is its turn now. Until the end of its next turn. No. So it should be because it got fireballed. Um, so that 26 was the 14. Okay. And then the second ha- the second attack is uh, a 15. Doesn't hit. Yeah. Uh, the Echo will use its shield, much like Marnie would. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Meanwhile, Grinak and Ingress 
you're running along this slug trail to get back towards everyone else. I will say that the big mound is still being attacked by the Corgi of Illomen. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Keep in mind. There's just a lot of ooze, you know, <laughs> and it, it can simultaneously be attacking the the echo, being attacked by that the hound, and rise up out of this trail to try and glump Ingress again. It's already got Augury's memories. It kind of doesn't care about Augury anymore. But the Feywild that sounds delicious. Can you please make me another Wisdom saving throw? Come on. <laughs> oh no. That was a five. I'll roll it. Oh, oh you are lucky. <laughs> um this uh yeah, the, the ooze that rises up out of this slug trail. Um Grunak, you see right next to you whips round Ingress. Um, and this time it feels like it it psychically latches on. Ingress, you can feel the memories of your home just being pulled out of your brain uh, to the tune of 12 psychic damage, please. Awful. And then... Could you please roll a d4? D4? Mm-hmm. At uh, one. One, okay. Um, all of your attack rolls and saving throws are minus one for the foreseeable. Okay, okay. Good. Uh, the 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 oblex is just like um nom 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 delicious delicious delicious. Uh, Ingress, it is your turn. Cool. Um, I am going to use bonus action to summon my shadow blade. Mm-hmm. Nice. And try and at a. Yeah, this is the final combat. I'm using third level, and then trying to just kind of get it, get it off. <laughs> oh. uh, so I will with a minus one. Okay, so that is 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 still. Oh, nice. That will hit. Cool. And that is three D8s. Uh, D8s are always the hardest to find because they're the weirdest shape. Uh, eight, eight. Uh, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. They're the big pointy triangles. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that is fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. That's nineteen lashing damage. Nice. Nat. Yes. I have a super annoying rules question. Oh yes. I have the feet sentinel. Yes. Which technically ah. means that. Um, if a creature attacks another creature while I'm within five feet of it, I get to attack it by using my reaction. Mm. I count as being in my Echo's space and can make opportunity attacks from the space of my Echo, and the Oblex technically is yeah. different versions of itself extruded to different locations. So can my Echo make an opportunity attack against against the Oblex that is out here, against the, the strand that is out here, because part of the strand over there attacked Ingress? World's most annoying question, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> You know, what, I think um, I think I will allow. I think the 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 gloopy flailing tube in front of you is. You could tell it feels 
like whilst it has attacked the echo a lot of its focus has really been on mm, delicious Feywild tell mm. me all about it so the echo is ruthless enough to be able to dive in then we will take the attack 23 that will hit for another 9 points of damage It is starting to look chipped away at, like the bits that have been attacked, you, you see, I mean, there's puddles on the floor um, that don't seem to be rejoining with the tube. Shades of Oblacks. Garnot. Shadow Corgi. Oh no, the Shadow Corgi oh, yeah. gets to go. Go, go, yeah. Shadow Corgi. Eat, eat the, eat the sun. <laughs> Delicious, delicious blob. I don't know. Uh, so that is imagine jelly. A, imagine a corgi zord. Thirty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Go go shadow corgi. <laughs> what color megazord with shadow corgi? I suppose it'd be black, wouldn't it? Well, it's a shadow. Shadows. Yeah. Another twelve piercing damage. Nice. Well, if we're going for proper mecha style, I know it's Final Fantasy, isn't it? Because Final Fantasy through Ingress, so yeah, blacks and silvers. Yeah. Everything's cool in Final Fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> like super cool. Yeah, nothing looks the part of Final Fantasy Nine, which is the best one. Garnet. Uh, as I run past Marnie, I'm gonna sort of stop on my heels, turn back round, and charge back with them. And as I get round the corner, I just pull out one of the crappy short swords and I'm going to swing round and attack same mm. creature twice. Great. Yes, that is what I want to do this time. Sorry, it's just like, hang on, is that what I want to do? No, it is. <laughs> A natural one. Oh. oh, no. I'm not doing very well this combat. I'm going to roll again. Maybe you're shaking. Back to, yeah, that's a dirty 20 on the second one. That one will hit. Uh, I'm not realising as... he cares about augury so much that it's affecting his combat ability. <gasps> oh, is this a meat cute? <laughs> as, as, I, as I run around the corner, I don't see augury because augury's hiding, and I, a streak of panic goes through me because I think they've been eaten, and I just go, <laughs> miss completely and hit the stonework. As the recoil bounces off, I let the blade go, catch it, and then backhand it straight and stab it. As I do, this white pulse of energy comes from the blade as I will put some psionic power into it. Uh, That is eight points of piercing damage, and where is my sonic strike? And five points of force damage. Great stuff. Uh, And then as my bonus action... I would like to just take a minute just to breathe and gather myself and use uh, second wind. Get back. Ooh, 13 hit points. That's my turn. Lovely stuff, Marnie's. Um, Seeing Grunak and Ingress, you're rounding the corner on the far side, right? So I can see, so I can see you all the way down the other end of this bit. Is this it? Is this the thing? 
something like it. <laughs> then Barney will run in and... Non-committal, um... like, oh, I suppose. <laughs> Like, is there another bigger blob over there? Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Marnie will join the fray and um, be fighting alongside Grunak and the Echo. Um, and I will once again use the Echo's extra attack ability to get three attacks. Let's do this. We have 24. That will hit. 22. Yep. 24. There it is. Dang. 14 damage, 7 damage, and another 14. So a total of... Oh, 20, 35. What does this look like? Marnie will run in and the Echo will work in tandem to draw its attention. Then Marnie can leap in and stab twice. The Echo will just swing around as well and all three attacks just... Destroy it. Incredible. Mm. The um yeah, the 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 wacky flailing inflatable tube ooze will just bits of it will fly off everywhere and just collapse and not reform. Ingress, are you connected to your hound at all? I believe that I am, but <laughs> I can't see through their eyes. Right, sure. It- You get the sense that it's stopped fighting. Um, I think previous combats, uh, the echo has disappeared immediately after, of, of, or uh, Marnie has. Can I just use my detect thoughts before it leaves? Sure. So as an action, I'm gonna dip into the. Uh... If we if we're gonna do that, great. Put a pin in it just a sec. If we're technically still in initiative, Grunak, is there anything you would like to do? Because it's technically your turn next. I'm sorry you didn't get close enough to whack it. <laughs> but Ingress right. is looking very poorly. Um, and so is Augury, but he's very <clears throat> far away. I probably not at the moment. I mean, if we're about to get into that anyway, then I'll probably do something about that in a second. Um, but for the moment... The the thing that was attaching Ingress as it vanished, but well, the thing that had attached to Ingress and yes, that was... um, at the same time as you heard Marnie going hell for leather um, mm-hmm. with their with their sword, this thing just collapsed in a big watery puddle. Ingress is soaked. Right, got you. <laughs> Press the digitation. Press the digitation. <laughs> amazing, amazing, um, cool. Yeah, I'll give it a second and I'll do something in a moment once we're probably out of initiative if we're not fighting anything for the moment. In fact, I'd probably say to Ingress, is like, should we deal with what's inside of that cupboard? I think it stopped. As you turn around to look by the cupboard, um, the cupboard is not like a hermetically sealed door. There is like a a small, yeah, there's just, you can just see this flood coming out of the, the bottom of the cupboard door. Oh, yeah. And the, the corgi, which can walk through walls, right? Can. Will sort of... Who's a good hound of ill omen? Who's a good hound of ill omen? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> While this is happening, Augury, please detect. 
could the uh, echo make me a wisdom saving throw 13? And you know yes. what? Don't worry, because you roll a two. Okay. <laughs> could you please tell me something that glooms the mind of this thing or a fear? I will go for like what this thing is fearful um, about. It's... It thinks it scares Marnie and it's not sure how to deal with that because all it wants to do is is be part of this cool life that they think that it thinks Marnie leads, which <laughs> doesn't really understand. Um, it's terrified that instead of being this sort of useful like ally and friend, it's instead become sort of a thing that they're a bit nervous about. They're also aware that because they can hear everything that all the conversations they're aware of these conversations Marty's been less like oh god it's terrifying and more like mm, maybe it's, it is a friend but it's still in its heart of hearts like maybe I'm about to be rejected and I don't know uh, so Augury will go forth and I would say um, I think you both are afraid of each other like for the wrong reasons. Um, I wish, I'm gonna communicate what I heard before. Um, I think this creature wants to be your friend, but because it's unknown to you, you're afraid of it. But it's also on the other, other way around. He's afraid of you being afraid. And then it comes a visos, a visos circle. So why don't we start from the beginning? Do you have a name? Asking to the echo. Um, the echo, which was about to just like, nope. <laughs> just it's sort of fading. <laughs> like the physical solid form of it is starting to fade into the shadows again. Um, but you do have I, a moment. I never had a name. So, I just wanted to be like them, so I guess my name's Marnie as well now? I don't know. Marnie's just watching you do this with a, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> just looks terrified. <laughs> Let's call you Marnie for now, and we will go for there, okay? Marnie, 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 Marnie. Hello. <laughs> he wants to be your friend. He, they, hey. they wants to be your friend. Okay. Um, thanks for for all of that and the other stuff. And yeah, he he thinks is they think it is really cool what you do, and as long as you let them help you, they're gonna be there for you. Money's gonna go for a high five. Just. And nobody goes, yes! Oh. The echo will also mirror and do the high five and then vanish as it. Um, and then goes and grabs your, your arm and stuff like that. Ah, carry me, please. <laughs> Okay, okay, I agree. Father! 
I'm coming, I'm coming. Come along, Ingress. And, uh, as we're going, we'll, uh, we'll get this sorted for you. And I will cast Aura of Vitality as we start walking back. And I'm just going to, for the next minute, I'm popping heals to whoever needs it. So the first one for Ingress is a eight hit points. And then in six seconds, I'll do it again. <laughs> it's 20d6 total, isn't it? Because it's two every six, six seconds for a minute. There we go. All right. So um, I know Ingress needs it and Augury needs it, but I don't know if anybody else does, so I'll probably just focus on them. Um, so shall I just roll this 1d6 20 times over? Uh, that was three. <laughs> as, and as, as we walk out, there's Doris 1, Doris 2, all of us. Okay. Ah, this is going well. Um, while you're doing that, are you all just sat in the corridor? Are you going to go into Dr. Durrani's office? Um, are you going to head around to the, the main doors? I'll, while this is happening, I'll say to everyone, um, we found a way in. There's a um, vent, and we can get in through the side, so when we're ready, we can we can finish this. A moment too soon. So, yeah, yeah, Kimmer's exactly. dead, right? Yeah. Has oh. been the whole time, by the look of it. Yeah. Or we got here too slowly. Oh. I'm gonna believe that they've been dead the entire time. Is there a body or anything like that? I've not seen one. I assume the body is in a mass in the cupboard. Now, can I go and open the worst cupboard in the world? Please do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a little bit of like splashing through a puddle to to get there. That kind of tiptoe of like, and um, you open the cupboard. It looks like a generic storage cupboard, office supplies, but a large enough to kind of walk in um, and curled up at the bottom in the corner is a halfling dressed in blue with shaggy sandy hair dead, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah if I check them over quickly is there a note on the body or anything like that there is yeah yeah just to uh, remind you, if you find anything, you will try to hoard it. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not picking up the dead halfling, Ali. There's limits. <laughs> there's a lot of office supplies in that, Chris. Yep. Oh, well, I'm picking there's up pens, the notes, just... there's quilts, there's papers. Staplers, there's... Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Staplers, yeah. Uh, just... There's a laminator in the corner as oh well. Oh, my God. Oh, but I'm taking that anyway now. I love a laminator. Oh. <laughs> Uh, does that's, it have, that's does the it thing have, that tips you over the edge into over encumbered. Does it have any like pre like laminate sheets? Is or is it um, the liquid form one? Oh yeah, there's a couple of like. I mean, this is the, the, there's no plastic, but yes, yeah, there are magic so magic plastic. Magic plastic, so it works. Magic every time. lamination. None of that yeah, bubble, yeah. None of that bubbling. No, perfect, no bubbles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris wants that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. I'm gonna yes. I'm walk out with the note and with the bag. Now I'm doing the proper like as <laughs> I so walk because I'm now definitely carrying way too much Fa stuff. Father, 
Did you? Can you solve this? No, I don't know. I. I don't know if I can. I don't have anything on me to do that sort of thing. I mean, the kind of spell that would do something like that is a restorative one, and I don't have all the correct oh, capabilities. Wait, I, mean, I, can, I, I can help with that. What? Oi. The, the, uh, I think the the Oblex took my potion of restoration. What? When did you have a potion <laughs> of restoration? One of the two ones. One was fire breathing, and the other one was like rest, uh, greater restoration. Oh, right. So you've had... Oh, my goodness. I, 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 I save me. Right. How how much would I work out that <laughs> Marnie's been hoarding everything? There's a high possibility Marnie might have taken it. Nobody saw because he rolled really it was, yeah, 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 it was a slight hand, but I'm, I'm talking about not having ever seen it, just trying to put two and two together in this situation of Marnie hoarding everything. Well, this sounds like some kind of intelligence check, Grinnett, isn't it? <laughs> yes, please. Can I make an intelligence check? <laughs> yeah. I, if you want to make an investigation check to sort of piece things together, I suppose that good. we could argue that it could be an insight check. Mm-hmm. Do, do you enjoy torturing me? Is this what this is? <laughs> <laughs> I will... <clears throat> yeah, I think... Yeah, because I... Based on what I've been watching of Marnie and through my understandings of Marnie and this situation, use my insight to work out whether or not Marnie might Well, maybe an insight roll. Thank you, because that's way better than my investigation. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mm, 17. I mean, Marnie's not very stealthy. It'd be difficult for them to... But they have been getting sneaky about hoarding things since you're spotted that they were doing it. Right, yeah. It's probably worth checking, at least. Cool. That would be utterly horrendous if you had a potion and then you lost it and then you... Mm. (laughs) Marnie? Yeah? Now, you still seem to be quite good at telling me the truth about things, and you'd never lie to me now, would you? So tell me honestly, did you at some point take a bottle, a little potion bottle, off of uh, Augury? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. Right, do you fancy popping that bottle out for us, please? Why? It's mine. Because, yes, it is yours, and you're going to drink it right now. At this point, I think Nix is going to jump into the back and start like... (laughs) (laughs) It's a rucksack. Now there's a cat there going, oh, it's gigantic, this humongous bag. (laughs) Nix has found the laminator and is thrilled. You should not touch my... No, no, money doesn't care about laminators, Chris. That's very important. (laughs) 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 Hmm. The potion is discovered. There you go. And the cat is about to... Toast it to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow dog sees the shadow cat and just like, mm. <laughs> yeah, but mouse with a rat, a cat, and a, and a dog. How how in control of this dog are you, Ingress? Uh, well, <laughs> it's technically supposed to go out out uh, straight after this target has reached zero hit points, but I specifically wasn't mentioning it so it could meet the shadow cat. <laughs> <laughs> And you know it's I gone, am, but you know what? <laughs> I'm here for this rule bending. <laughs> but what I think happens is the um, the Noctum gets 
excited, like the tail goes up and starts, the little butt starts waggling and starts to to bound up to Nyx. Would Nyx run away? Uh, yes, would I have uh, probably jumped to somebody else's um, arms or something? I think what happens, Nyx goes to jump to the arms. The shadow of, of I'm going to say Garnet. Um, Garnet, Nyx has jumped to you. Uh, expecting comfort and security, but the shadow dog, this five foot tall <laughs> corgi, has come up to you and 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 done the uh, the Great oh, Dane thing of like Dane, stood yeah. up <laughs> and arms on your shoulders, like trying to get to the dog. Nix has <laughs> like jumped off, run down the corridor, and turned the corner. Um, this is back the way that Marnie's has just come back from with the thing, and the dog. <laughs> both at the same time has gone chasing after um and a couple of minutes like a minute or so later nix is going to come trotting back around the corner but the dog doesn't follow roger just sticks his head out of the armor as all of that goes on and just shakes his head and then goes back down (laughs) (laughs) okay so we've got a couple of things marnie's potion and note is it very good Drink it up now, Marnie. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I drink it. You feel, as the potion goes down your throat, you feel that urge to collect things just float away. Oh, oh that's a relief. Um. Oh, thank you. Um, Look at my bag. Pick it up and just turn it upside down. Just pour everything out of it. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Continues. <laughs> oh, um, by the way, from Aura Vitality, inc- on, no, in, included in the eight you had before, Ingress, that was a total of 33 for you. And for Augury, uh, 37 hit points. 37. 37, 37. Thank you. Nice. I uh, just need to double check. Yes. Um, the slight mental fug that you both have, Augury and Ingress, that hasn't gone away. That is still there. Um. So, did you find anything like a corridor thingy, secret hidden like last time? Yeah, there's a, there's vents around the side that um. Uh, do you want me to send Nix first? Um. I suppose better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. So I uh, hold onto um, Garnot's arms and I put my consciousness or like my, my senses into Nyx and Nyx will go into the vent. I, I just want to, before we move on, oh, does note. Marnie read the note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, yeah. Slightly sheepishly because I'm still embarrassed for stealing a potion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, okay, I think someone's coming for me. This might not be this might not be the end after all. But just in case it is, if you find this, I tried to fix things. And I'm sorry I wasn't brave or clever enough. That's it. Now I'm just sad. <laughs> the Nyx is rushing down the corridor. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, when Augury goes into 
grabs hold of Garnot and goes into Nick's vision. Into Nick's vision, uh, Garnot sort of pulls Augury a little bit closer and sort of holds them a bit tighter and just looks a bit sad for a minute and then goes <clears throat> and then walks. Oh. oh. Um, are the rest of you going to follow around? So the, you know, the, the investigation that you did before, um, team investigate the, the passages, you figured actually there's probably the, from kind of just looking inside, there's probably another entrance this side as well. So you don't need to walk all the way around the okay. other side to go Sorry. in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably, actually, now you think about the layout, it's probably in this office. Um, which when you walk in, um, the others that came in before recognised probably a dwarvish shrine. Um, Marnie's and Grunak instantly. That is a perfectly maintained shrine to Dumathoin. So... She kept it and looked after it. Pretty good of her. Maybe not all bad. Hmm. But there is, um, at the far end, it probably had a work table over it beforehand, but now is clearly able, visible because tables have been thrown uh, and are clattered around the corridor. There is a grate on the floor this side as well. Probably requires a little bit more heaving, but, uh, you know, between you, you've probably got it. In fact, Marnie's could probably just, like, <laughs> on their own, but, you know. Oh, don't worry, I'll come in here. Never mind, on you go. <laughs> uh, as Nyx pads down the cor- this uh, this shaft, you can see it's uh, of a similar size to before, so Garnet would fit. It's just a bit more hoofden, um, technical term. And you <laughs> see it sort of forms this, uh, this cross shape, so you could go from where you are to the other side of the room, and then as you get to... Uh, about the middle, there's um, another tunnel going either way to get you to probably the equivalent of um, where the cupboard was. But And then there's one that you think, oh, you definitely would have noticed a vent if it was outside the front door. So it's probably a little yeah, bit further so. into the Great Hall. Um, but there's a way to see up, not right in the centre, um, it looks like there would be one right in the centre, but it's got a big metal contraption on top of it. But there is one uh, you can see just off to the side, um, inside, where Nyx would be able to see. Um, like the um, Arkham Asylum floor grates where they're like slightly yeah. see-through to the air. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and through that, Nyx can see. It's hard to see the contraption in the centre itself because you've not quite got the angle, but you can see in this room, like you feel... Nyx feels that pressure is even stronger and there are it sort of looks like lightning but the colour is wrong it's sort of uh, a little a little more ethereal than than lightning um, just kind of sparking and shooting out at random um, and very occasionally like it happens once while Nyx is looking there is a big one that looks like it might have shot off through walls to somewhere else in the facility, but most of the time these are little sparks that are just firing off around this room. Um, so I'm gonna leave Nick there, and I'm gonna come back to my senses. And first of all, the dream vision that I had 
Did any of the creatures that I saw were similar to the Ooze, to the uh, Oblax? Um, well, the vision that you had was of Jublex, who is the demon lord of Oozes. Faceless The one. lord of, yeah. Many faces slash faceless one, so this all tracks. Uh, okay, people. Um, thank you very much, Garnet. Um, the way the way is clear but yes we have a situation at the end and just to be sure we mentioned they mentioned like something from planes that were like attuned to planes and I can see that all of us or most of all of us have a connection with other planes I have a connection with Infernal Place, the plane. Uh, Marnie, you might have uh, a, a connection with the negative, and you both have a connection with the Feywild. So I think we need to be really careful about that if we don't want to bring something from those planes. So if someone should try to get close to it, I think it should be you, Father who I think you are just fully attuned to this plane, right? Or is there anything that you want to tell us at this point? That was my childhood in the elemental plane of Earth, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't think we've got time for that backstory. No, um, no, it's... uh... You're absolutely right there, Augury. I mean, I would say that I'm very much connected to higher planes of existence, but no, I I don't have any physical connection to any other plane than the one that we're on. So I, I, I suggest you go first, if that it's okay with you. Of course it's okay with me. Not a problem at all. Um, oh. Can I go second and ready the anti-magic field? Yeah. And I'll go behind so I can run up if there's problems. Uh, I'll go like right at the back because um, a lot of people have told me that I might have a connection with the Feywild, uh, but I recently learned that I might also have a connection to Theros as well. So I'd rather not bring anything from there through. All those monsters. If I can help it. Nice. You have noticed from uh, Nix's look, the um, the passage right under the room doesn't seem to be affected. Um, you would probably uh, deduce that if one of the big um, shoots of energy went in that direction, it would affect the tunnel, but the little ones are not coming down there, so you'd be safe in the tunnel. Well, should we all be in the tunnels and ready to leap out if the father gets into any trouble? Maybe hold our, um, I don't know, actions. Can I be within the 15-foot cone and be in the tunnel, or...? Uh, the entrance that will lead you up into the room is more than 15 feet away from the centre, so you would have to enter the room as well. I think, I think I've got to go in. It's just trigonometry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And as people is getting ready, I will, well, Auguri will go to both Doris and remove the CPU, hard drive. I was, I was thinking about doing that as well. <laughs> can, both of the, can you both crawl? I could lie on the floor and you could roll me. 
I think it might be a, a bit too a bit too heavy for us to do that, unfortunately. But would oh. you allow us to take your memory cores out? We can get you to the surface and then replug you into new units, preferably probably bodies that aren't as damaged, and then you can go on your way. You want to take my memories like that creature wanted to take Augury and Ingress's memories? Yes, no, exactly uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, they, we want they, to take they, you. I do not know. What was that, Ingress? I mean, it's not completely dissimilar. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> useful info in that noggin. I'm going to say that if you wanted to uh, take their cause out, then that's probably going to take a little longer than just a, and I'm going to grab them before we go in the tunnel. <laughs> so you could you could sit out and do that, or you could come with and do it after. And I like the old VHS plays where it's just an eject button. <laughs> <laughs> Acting like a Baymax situation. Mm. <laughs> you need to respool the tape. Uh, I mean, I'll leave it up to both of you. If you want, we can take you out of here, but we won't be able to get your bodies out of here. I am not too attached to this body. I think I am more than this physical form. Can, can we just take your head? They are only head. <laughs> <laughs> They're a round ball with legs and little stick arms. <laughs> I love Doris so much. I will just crack the neck and take Doris too. Into my like the neck of what, Ali? There's no <laughs> neck. It's just it's a ball with legs. I will take. I'm going to remove the arms and the legs. <laughs> ow, ow, ow! I, cast, I spent a minute casting mending on that. Oh, oh wait, come on! Okay. I'm just aware of time. Okay. Can we? I would like to carefully remove the memory core of Doris One. <laughs> okay. And Doris 2 is being disassembled again. Okay. Doris 5 you is alive. You <laughs> monsters. <laughs> Why can't we just take them? We're going up in a lift. Why can't we just take them? Let's go. <laughs> monsters. Absolutely. Isn't it nice for They said they wanted to come with. You could nice just take them. Well. Anyway. Okay. So you're in the you're in the in the tunnel underneath. We've got Grinat going first, Ingress going second, and that Mar Marnie's Garnet yeah. third, third and fourth. And Augury, are you staying nearby but at the back? Yeah. Fine. Good. Uh, Grinat, so you're easily able to shimmy through this this corridor, this little vent. Um, the the shaft is just above you, which you can push out the way. I would strongly advise waiting for Ingress to turn the uh, device on before ascending. Yeah, I'm going to be... DM tip to you. <laughs> no, no, I just go straight at it. No, um... The... You're wise. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> um... The I'm going to be in the blast of this, so basically all magic that even I would have cast would be nullified. So, cool. I'm, Hang on. I'm wise, of... I'm not going to do something. Point of order. That means Ingress will have to come out of the um, out of the crawl space, which means Ingress won't be protected by the anti-magic cone because it's in front. Hold it like that. <laughs> I 
Crawley. <laughs> Look, someone's gonna hold it. If you get a mage hand to hold it behind, the mage hand won't be affected by the thing. The, yeah. Wild magic, mate. I think wild magic will affect the mage hand. Probably. Which I mean, I could a also... hand that kills us all. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Uh, just to follow on from that, then, as a question, the uh, channel divinity ability is an ability. Is that separate mm. from magic? It's is your divine ability. It's not perfect. Magic, I believe. I don't know if it'll be of much use, but then before we, I will wait for everybody to get there, and then as we get and we're about to go in, I will just grab my holy symbol and do a bit of a um, as a defender of the dwarven realms and a. Keeper of Gorm himself do protect us, and a whole twilight dome will appear and a 30 foot radius all around me. Nice. And I instantly give myself uh, 1d6 plus 6, that's uh, 9 temporary hit points. Right. And over the course of this next turn, because it's at the end of everyone's turn, you all get one of those. Lovely. Uh, d6, you said? Uh, it will be 9. 9 uh, um, temporary hit points to everybody. Oh, over the course. Yeah. Great stuff. So as you lift the great ingress, are you activating the... Yeah, <laughs> holding it like an umbrella. Good. Or are you getting a mage hand to hold it? Um, does anyone have any duct tape? I have a rat. That's a I did put a bunch of um, stationery in my bag and then tip it all out again. Did some duct tape stick around? What is your plan, ingress? I'm going to be... Okay, I'm going to be kind and say that you did this in advance because we don't have time for you to go back, everyone to shuffle backwards out of this tunnel, the engine near this and come back again, okay? So what? how is it being maintenance cupboards. How is this being, it's just strapped to your back? Yeah, it's like in a big cross and then I can like, at the top. Great. <laughs> Lovely. Like a TV aerial. <laughs> you have engineered this so the cone is pointing ahead and you are included in the cone. I am still a Final Fantasy character, so it still somehow looks cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, Grunak, as you lift yourself out of this tunnel, um, making sure that you are in this cone, you can see around, you can see in the center there is uh, this brass and copper platform. There is a pedestal at the front of it. Um, in the center of this pedestal, there is a, a hole in which uh, there is a jar with an enormous, it's not enormous in the grand scheme of enormous um, maggots, but it's its pretty darn big, this grub in mm -hmm. a jar. Above, on top of the pedestal, floating and spinning erratically is a large silver cog. Right. Around, you notice, I mean, that is your focus, but there's that part of you, that um, religious part of you that wants to take in and see, or you see around you, as you thought before with the title, this is a, a multi-deity prayer room and around the room carved in stone, so not easy to remove and they have been left. Um, there are shrines to Dumathoin as you might expect. There's a shrine to Moradin, the soul forger, who is the Allfather, the Dwarven God of Creation. There's a shrine to Berenar True Silver, the um, revered mother, the goddess of hearth and home. There is a shrine to Gorm, 
himself. Mm-hmm. There is a shrine to Vergadane, the merchant king, uh, god of wealth, thieves, commerce, negotiation. And there is a shrine to uh, Dugmarin Brightmantle, the wandering tinker, uh, the god of invention and discovery. The thing that you notice being a, a dwarven cleric is what is missing here. There are no shrines to gods of warfare. These are all gods of commerce, trade, home, family living, okay. exploration, and uh, innovation. Um, and obviously, the chaos of the space, there are sparks of this spectral energy everywhere. Are you going to start making your way towards the center? Yes, yes, I will give turn and give Ingress uh, an optimistic smile and a nod and begin on my way. And as I go, I will just grab my holy symbol and I'll start saying a a prayer to all of the symbols that I see around me as I walk. Lovely. Ingress, I would like you to make some kind of check to keep up. I mean, Grunak walks slower than you, but I would like you to make some kind of check to keep up with with him and keep this perfectly focused on him. I'm happy for you to argue what kind of check you're making. Um, Can I argue that I'm persuading the light to stay in... No, probably not. Um, (laughs) Some kind of physical check. Uh, Can I I have acrobatics? Like, the moment it looks like it's veering, I just go, ooh. Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy for this to be oh, a dexterous check. Oh, excellent. That's 24. Amazing. Um, Fantastic stuff. In the tunnels, I am holding an action to jump out and go and save Grenek, regardless of consequence. Great. Good stuff. Um, great. Grenek, you start walking towards. Could you please make me a D100 roll? D100. Yes, I can. I would also like to hold my action to uh, telekinetically shove Marnie so that they can get closer to Grunak if something does go wrong. It's the year of my birth, 88. Nice. Very good. Yes. Um, Whilst you are walking towards... Uh, whilst you are walking towards the the center, you get uh, you get about two thirds the way there, and there is a great cracking, ripping noise, and a huge one of these uh, magical surges whips across the room, but past you, well past you, um, through the ceiling and up and away. It felt too close for comfort, but it didn't come anywhere near you you got the sense that this anti-magic field may not have been enough on its own. This staff may not have been enough on its own to stop that. You're okay at the moment. I will start praying louder. (laughs) (laughs) You get to the center. You can make it to the, uh, to the platform. This, as you get close with the, uh, anti, the cone of anti-magic, the wheel that's been spinning like a, not just in one direction, it's been spinning like a gyrocopter in all directions, um, seems to slow down enough 
and calm itself enough that you think you might be able to work the contraption to release it and take it down. Cool. Could you please make me some kind of, I'm a mechanic doing a mechanic thing. Check. And I help by saying pointers. Great. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Point um, at it with the anti Look, over there, Father. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Use that um, one. What would this be? Um, smash it. Could I argue that in this situation, this is like me trying to do my best to be the literal almost the literal father of the group and the grandfathery type and I'm trying to keep us all alive and get everybody out so effectively working out how this thing works I was brought in as a mechanic and but I would like to use my survival techniques to understand how I can pull this apart appropriately so arguable I mean su- survival is more yeah, I know. Living in nature. And... <laughs> Ali, what were you going to say? So, uh, because Ogori is at the end, I think Ogori will keep going like blind because he passed his consciousness to Nyx. Uh-huh. So Nyx is really close to Krunak and trying to direct somehow, like pointing stuff. We can't give advantage twice. Yeah, we've already got advantage. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it's, it's what stat is being rolled here. Oh. My... Uh, but, but Nick's miss, can like, be tinkering, there. but... Um, Do you have proficiency in Tinker's tools? Uh, I have proficiency in Mason's tools. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, could, you could dismantle the plinth. Yeah, yeah, well, that, yeah, I could try that. Hammer. I yeah. do have a big hammer and I could smash this down. You know, you've also got, Nick, you've got a crowbar. I do oh, have, oh my goodness, I have a crowbar. <laughs> I have a crowbar which is doing wonders. An indestructible crowbar. <laughs> I pull out the crowbar and I grab my mason's tools and I go, screw the mason's tools, I have a crowbar. <laughs> and then I try and take it apart so that the cog will be able for me to pull it down. All right. Make me a, a, an attack roll, I guess, with this crowbar. Great. Amazing. Smash it. Smash it with a hammer. <laughs> okay, it's not bad, not bad, not bad. Might have my proficiency to, to a crowbar attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the same as a mace attack would have been for you. Perfect. I'm just finding that for me. That is a... Okay, so that is 21. Incredible. What does this look like as you... Release the release the wheel. Release the wheel. Um, <laughs> it's on the plinth, isn't it? And it, there was a system holding it in place. So I, I like <laughs> Ingress in particular, and Nix will see me get out the crowbar, angle it, kind of do that thing. Going, if I just, but maybe if I go from, if I, ah, fuck it, boof, and just <laughs> smack it up like that, which clips the 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 cog, which goes up, up, up. And then I will catch on the end of the crowbar. And go, there we go. Easy peasy. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm going to tweak that slightly just yeah. to say that as you jam the crowbar in, the um, the surge of all of this wild magic will uh, will knock you both back and send you both flying. Cool. Um, could you please take me, both of you, uh, six force damage, and you're both knocked 
to the floor, prone, um, and backwards five feet. But in the midst of that, Grunak, you do manage to stick the crowbar up in the air and catch the wheel, which does spin around it. Nice. As you, uh, as you said. And the room is quiet. Are they dead? Garnot, are they dead? Garnot? Uh, I, I don't know. Marnie, can you see them? I'm going to poke my head up out of the grate. Garnot, do you hear in your head? It is done. Grunach's just lying on his back up in the room going, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that fucking worked! <laughs> it is done. It's not just out of my head, so I'm guessing it's done, so let's go through. I'll go and help him up. <laughs> Come on, oh, Father. Help you get. Oh, thank you. You know, my back these days doesn't do very well on the ground. Right, thank you. And look around I'll, the I'll room. Help, I'll help Ingress up because it looks like she's stuck to the floor because of all the duct tape. <laughs> you uh, the the, co- the cog, please. Oh, aye. Right, you go. I have no use for it on you. Hand over. Uh, my niece, if you're looking looks- around... Oh, sorry. Sorry. What are you saying, Ingress? That's heavier than it looks. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not too bad. It is, you know, it's a little weighty, but uh, but it's not. Strength is minus two. Okay, yeah, it's it's heavy. It's real heavy. <laughs> um, Manis, as you're looking around, you you see all of the shrines as before. They have been um, chipped away at, but you figure that it's probably from these sparks of force energy that have been going around. They look clean. Um, in a similar way to the one of Dumathoin in Dr. Dorani's office was. So it looks like they were probably treated respectfully before this happened, even if they had the room had been misappropriated. Um, Augury, the silver cog, you've not seen it before, but it does look familiar. It looks similar to something else you've seen before. <laughs> like part I of the same so. set. I thought yeah. so. Um, Ingress, what are you planning to do with that? Oh, I think, oh, you're very small. I think you know what I'm planning to do with this. Yeah. Eat it. <laughs> I do have the madness of June. Like, nom, 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 nom. I think we can be of use of each other right like i have so much information and you have powerful items why don't we try to make a win-win situation here what is the you have exactly because as far <laughs> as i know you can just kind of morph into your cat and that's it i've not i've not really seen you be very useful that's very true um, also. no no i mean um it's fine. I will come for it another day. Don't worry. At least I know where is it now. Are you... Are you sweetie? Sure you do. Are you going to be heading towards Tusk's office? Is that the plan, or is there anything else you wanted to do? As we're walking towards Tusk's, Tusk's office, I will turn to Grenick and go, there's just one thing I don't understand, Father. What's that? So, they made a portal thingy, and it caused all sorts of problems. But there was a there was a a plant that grew some weird stuff. 
and there were puddles that were too thick. Where did that come from? Hard to say, but I would imagine, based off of the sort of things that we've seen down here, it probably came through one of the portals or mm. was a beginning of uh, some transference from another realm, perhaps, that just made its way in and settled itself down. The puddles certainly sounded like what we ended up having to deal with. Mm. Like it was the beginning of it. And then over time, they mm, became that beast that we had to deal with. Plants, however. Not also, the foggiest. It could be that other laboratories were working in other stuff or other products. So probably uh, yeah, it's good. something these trigger something going wrong in some other experiments. Yeah, yeah you're right. That, that it's, it's one of the yeah, one of the things we said we read said that the uh fleshy plant thing happened before all of this. So maybe it's got yeah. something to do with the person that ran away. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Um, I don't know what everyone's plans are, but um, I think this place needs to be um, reconsecrated at least. There's a lot of dwarven heritage here that's been um, kind of screwed up. So um, that'd be right with everybody. Yeah, if possible, I think the dead need to be retrieved as well. Yeah, that too. Given to the families. Extremely nice, and it's so lovely of you. Um, I might leave you kids to it, though, because uh, I've got places to be and hags to talk to. But I, I honestly wish you the best. You guys have been amazing. No, no, you're fine. Um, I don't really understand the whole who's in competition with whom stuff, but um, maybe just be careful with that. Oh, I will be. I will be. I'm always careful. I saw from fire <laughs> earlier, but that doesn't count. Right, Ma Marnie. Um, I found this in in the big doctor's office. Uh, it might be. It looked like they had some sort of interest in in you and your shadow friend. So take take that and do with it what you will. Um, if you ever need anything, my name's Garnot. You can reach me through any magical means. Um, this goes to all of you. If any of you know anybody that can cast a spell that can send messages, I'm glad I'm not a hobgoblin. Would you want to help out with um, cleaning this place up? Yeah, I could do that. Cool. No pay in. We're saying all this like the, like everything like the game's over, but we still got to go into the main guy's office and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just a conversation. Just while we're walking. Yeah. As you're walking yeah. through the main hall, you see, um, I mean, uh, we we saw it at the end of uh, last session, this this place has been decimated, there's big lumps of uh, rubble that you had to sort of, there's a little bit of climbing involved in scrabbling and shifting, but you do manage to make your way. There's uh, a couple of bits of rubble that you probably have to move aside to make it through the door itself. Nearby the door, there is another poster of uh, Gregarious Tusk, uh, and it just says, Gregarious Tusk, the heart of Nexus Arts. Um, I love how disgusted you all are. are you making way? I, I, I pointlessly waste a guiding ball on that. Just <laughs> like Grunak of all the people, just I've had enough of you, and just points the warhammer and, and guiding bolts it. I mean, you're about to head into his office, so I don't know what else you're expecting. Um, as you walk in, it is. Uh, lush 
the stone walls again have been covered up with dark wood paneling. Um, there is another large fireplace with a portrait of Gregarious. Um, this is a portrait of him riding a shark. And then a fountain of him riding a shark has been uh, like carved in the background of the por- of the portrait. Um, okay. There's, <laughs> there's also a, a ginormous desk um, with uh, various letters. There is a plate with a fork and crumbs. Oh, fuck! Right, the cake. He ate the cake. Um, <laughs> How fresh are those crumbs? <laughs> now I need to kill you. They're probably about a day and a half old. Yeah. All right, okay, good. And next, next four shot finding this guy. Hand <laughs> murder of Gregorius Tusk. Augury, you can't detect him in here by any chance, can you? Uh, I could try if I had the. Spells, love. Give me a second. I don't I have mean, more. No, spells. don't don't waste it. He's not here. He's long gone. Oh, I was going to say I can try and bring him out, and I'm just going to use my telekinetic movement on the painting and throw it to the other end and shatter it into a million pieces. <laughs> Actually, interestingly, as you do that, uh, as soon as the painting moves, hey, hey, what what are you doing with me? No, no, I, I don't do the you'll ruin you'll ruin the paintwork. Ah! Is that a talking painting? Where? Worn by me? I guess we'll never know now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like some sort of bug or a mimic or something. I don't know. Hmm. You know, I don't think it's a painting I really want to talk to anyway, so... <laughs> there is uh, the opposite end of the room. There is the entrance to the lift. Um, Augury, you, uh, you, you're naturally curious. Of course you are. So um, as you are heading out, um, you will spot on his desk a couple of bits of papers. One, you're like, oh, that's for Ingress, uh, which you can hand it over, uh, which is a to-do list for the new PA to to-do, um, <laughs> which <laughs> includes um, written down, uh, general drudgery, shuffling papers, my tax return, watering the plants, writing speeches for me to practice, painting new portraits of me, developing new ideas for Nexomancy, keeping an eye out for spies, etc. Um, there is another letter, which has been... Actually, the um, there's a small like letter opener knife that has been stabbed into this letter. Ooh. into the desk. Ooh. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, dear Mr. Tusk, I thank you for your interest in our planar research here at Stony Wing Hall. However, our devices are learning aids for students to be operated with the most delicate care. They are uniquely rare, require a great deal of training to use safely, and... I regret to inform you they are not available for hire, especially for ex-students who failed to meet the grade requirements to stay on despite their family's attempt at bribery. <laughs> wish you all the best. Geek Stony Wing. Are you saying this is all Keek's fault again? Because that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're not going to show you still the keys around, honestly. Yeah. Um... 
And as you get to the lift itself, just to the right-hand side of it, there is a group portrait of uh, various people that you recognize, including Tusk, uh, Dr. Elethnura Durrani. Uh, the names are all written at the bottom as well. Um, so yeah, Gregarious Tusk, Dr. Elethnura Durrani, Chief uh, Will... Will, oh god, I didn't write it down properly. Uh, Chief Willpip Nibblepin. <laughs> uh, oh god, uh, Chief Rukiek, just her name. Uh, Administrator um, Lance Vance. No, and, no. <laughs> and Dr. Jeff and uh, Jurok and Tony. And there is a uh, uh, a half elf man with a neat clipped beard and uh no hair very smartly dressed in uh, in wizard robes that are much like dr Durrani. actually they're both wearing the blue jumpsuits but have got a little something over them to be like this is ridiculous i am smarter than this <laughs> uh so you see the group the lift is there do you take the lift or are some of you saying right now, or are you all going to get out to start go with? Go back towards you and get some more, um, get some more help. people. Like we're going to need people to actually deal with this. Yeah. 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 Um, you have your cause of Doris. Did you take the bodies with you in the end, or did you just take the cause of both of them? I have the, the head of Doris too. It's just a head, Ali. There's no rest of the body. You just pulled its arms and legs off. Okay. She can't walk anymore. You can only roll her. This is awful. Well, you're going to have to carry her around forever now. This is parenthood. I I just need to hack the core to get what I want, and that's it. Heartless. All right. You take the lift. It takes about 15 minutes because these lifts are ridiculously slow and take forever. It's a good time for a credit roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, you know, as you're taking the lift, there's also little images of uh, of curious oozes being like, oh, what is this? This this crowbar and uh, and that kind of thing. Or there's um, the plants now that everyone else is dead just being like ah finally we can come alive and shuffle about (laughs) just things like that um and then there's doris's a few remaining doris's finally uh, finding each other and communicating and realizing how hard done by they've been and taking the scraps of armor and building an army and that's fine that's not a problem um you make it to the top of the lift and outside, you feel the fresh mountain air hit you. It's a lovely sunny day. There is what looks like set up to be a teleportation circle um, to one side, uh, which might be how Gregarious got out of Dodge so quickly. Uh, but it's also quite convenient for you if you can communicate to anyone that can help you use that to get out of here. Um, as you're sort of taking in this final breath and taking in the view, if your eyes turn to the south, roughly the direction of Waterdeep, but not 
anywhere near that far. The mountain range stops. And not because the mountain range was supposed to stop. You can see it carrying on in the distance. But several miles away across the mountaintops, there is just a hole. <laughs> like a big spherical gap where a mountain should have been. Those of you who know your history figured that's probably a... Wait, wasn't that where the ancient nethery city crashed a little while ago? I think we'll leave that there. That's G's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Oh no. Thank you, everyone. <sighs> hey. You survived. Hey. You made it. Woo-hoo. Maybe if you're not swallowed up by whatever that is over there. That's just, that sounds like a problem for high level characters now. That's, it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's above your pay grade. That's yeah. fine. Mm. Um, thanks, everyone. And thank you, everyone else out there for watching and joining us for wrapping up this this show. I'm sorry it ran over a little bit, but four-parters, finales, all of that. Um, If you enjoyed tonight, come join us on Monday and Tuesday nights from 6pm GMT, 10am PST. We play D&D. Now that this is finished, I believe next week... We have a one-shot. Is that no, correct? next week we have Ali's show. We're going um, straight into that. Are we not go, tomorrow, doing no, the one-shot? Tomorrow's practice uh, taking a week off, and tomorrow ah, is a special uh-huh. one-shot. A special one-shot where you might recognize some faces mm. um, and some names, maybe. Uh, and and it's definitely all all sweet and lovely and nice. I don't know how much you've put out on the, the socials on about the socials. this one-shot. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but but enjoy that um, because it is a delight. Um, next week, then, uh, come join us on Monday nights for Ali's new yeah, four-part uh, campaign. Yay, Ali, tell us about it. What is it? Uh, it's more horror and more aberrations. Uh, the show is called A Disorted Revelation, and I loved it. My players are great. So, yes, please join us next week. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, and yes, as Chris says, uh, Fracture is taking a week off this week, but next week, come back and join us on Tuesdays for our long running campaign, Fracture, uh, which will be episode four then yeah. next week. Excellent stuff. Exciting times. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Fridays, you can join us for Talking is a Free Action, our chat show. But this week, it will be Talk Together with with these faces where we will discuss the events of Nexus. Um, and that will run from 6pm uh, GMT, 10am PT, here on twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. All of our shows stream here, or you can find them on YouTube, search for RollTogetherRPG. And you can also find us on podcasts, searching the same thing. And if you want to find us in the socials, Hey, look, it's the same name. You got it by now, hopefully. Uh, a huge thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. You are you are all wonderful and uh, big shout outs and lots of love to all of you. You could be as cool as they are uh, by clicking the link in chat and uh, joining in them in supporting us in what we do. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. And thank you for watching, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.